Hey guys, before we get the episode started, I just wanted to pop in and uh, warn you that we couldn't get a lot of the uh, segment intros in there in time due to a technical difficulty, Uh, but the episode is no less the better for it, so I hope you guys enjoy. It's the year 2089, and we are hopelessly and needlessly addicted to dinosaurs. I mean technology. In order to stop the, the rampant crime that stops, stops these mean streets, we have Constable Brandon the Terminator McClure. We have Benjamin it. Mega Man Magneto. We have Sparkplug the, the Sparkmaster Wikipedia. And I'm your lead, Constable Ryan Jamesy Trauma. I'm the Jesus of Murder. What's up? Welcome to the Fake Nerd Podcast, episode 101. 101. Welcome to History Class 101. We're going to teach you about comic books and how not to get addicted to technology and dinosaurs. What's up? We're probably not doing that. We're not doing any of that? No, probably not. Oh, well, hey guys, what's up? It's 101. Yeah. We made it over the hump. Yeah. We're alive. Yeah. I thought we were, I thought we would call it quits after 100, but then you guys were like, so what are we doing? I'm like, ah, I guess something. No, nah, man. We made this much of a commitment. We got to keep going. Yep. Yeah, man. All right, fine. I, I just stop podcasts, just go to 100 and they stop. No. And then no. they get rebooted like Disney. I was gonna say, or like a like a like a Marvel comic. No, like Disney will put out like like three seasons of a TV show, cancel it, and do three seasons of a sequel TV show. Mm. Sweet Life on Deck. Uh, Corey in the house. Corey in the house. Oh, Harry Ender Henderson's Jr. Yeah, something like that. I made that up. No, no, but that's what the, that's actually their contracts. They they get like three seasons and then they cancel the show and then they'll do it like a sequel season. That's dumb. A sequel series. Why? I don't know. I honestly can't. I honestly don't know. Sparks explained it to me once. <laughs> Explain this to me. <laughs> I did. Yeah, oh. you, you're the one who I, who we talked we talked about it a while like a while ago. I don't remember explaining it. Oh, oh well. Maybe we were both flabbergasted. Probably junk. We saw a Jurassic World Fallen uh, Universe this weekend, which this... we will talk about a little later in the we episode. We will. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but first, I think we should we should get out of the way. Uh, we do have some sad news. Oh yeah. Oh. Yeah. Um, yeah. So Harlan Ellison, a famous sci-fi writer. Oh yeah. Uh, passed away this week. And uh, it got me a little sad. He was 81. He was 81 years old. Um, and he's a. Um, I mean, it's no. You know, it's no what. I could say if, I could say I'm a fan of his. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I, I have no. I have no math, and I must scream. Yeah. He. Um. You know. He. He. He passed away. Uh. There's a beautiful tweet that says, "If there's an ult- an afterlife, Harlan Ellison and Len Wein will have a hell of a time." Thanks for the laughter. I thought that was really sweet. You mostly know him for his Star Trek stuff, right? I do. Yes. Yes. He I did don't. a lot of sci-fi stuff. Yeah. Um. Uh, most notably, uh, he did uh, novels such as Web of the City, A uh, Boy and His Dog, yep, uh, Approaching a, Oblivion. Made a movie out of that. Yeah, they did. Um, I heard he also wrote, he worked on Terminator? Terminator? Yeah. Ooh, maybe. Possibly, uh, yeah. I don't have that. I don't have an IMDb pulled yep. up and this laptop is uh, garbage. Um, yeah. I, I, no, no, that's totally fine. I know it's garbage. If, if someone wants to wants to correct me on that one uh, while, <laughs> while I just kind of wax poetic. Yeah. Um, uh, he he did a very famous episode of, of Star Trek called "City on the Edge of Forever," uh, considered to be the best Star Trek episode, even though it is heavily edited from his original script. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, he he his presence in comics and science fiction uh, and everything uh, is sad. Look up Terminator. Oh, Terminator! <laughs> like the uh, first one? Yes. Uh, he was also very cantankerous. Uh, he he, he had was. A, he had a lot of problems with a lot of people. 
But uh, that just made him more of a more of an interesting character. I mean, so is Rick Remender. Not nearly as doesn't much. isn't he the one hates who hates the big two? Yeah, but he's not. Little he doesn't get into fights like Harlan Ellison. Does, oh no, that's dude. fair. Harlan Ellison is getting. He's he sued like dozens of people. Are you kidding me? Oh, that's fair. Yeah, no, Harlan Ellison is actually like a jerk, but yeah. like in a good way. As a right, you're talking about a writer, right? Yes. Uh, no, William Wisher, Gail Hant, and Heard, and James Cameron. Interesting. Oh, oh well, we're all well, wrong. Uh, there we go. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so I'm 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 a little sad about this news. Uh, what about what about you? Uh, you guys have any? Uh, like, uh, I know him from uh, I Have No Mouth and I Must Scream, which was turned into a really crappy PC game. But uh, he, yeah, he definitely deals with like cyberpunk cool stuff. Yeah, yeah. The only thing I know him from is um, City on the Edge of Forever. Yeah, because they re- they actually put the original teleplay into a comic book, and you loaned me those issues, yeah. and I got to read it uh, by J.K. Woodward, who was uh, who was on the show. Yeah, mm-hmm. yes, ma'am. Yeah, yep. Uh, what about you, Sparks? Uh, I really only know a boy and his dog. Yeah, and I like that. So yeah, um, wasn't a boy and his dog adapted into a film? That's what yes. I said. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's what I was I referencing. Was, right. Um, wait, is a boy and his dog? That's not it's the po- zombie. It's, a, it's apocalyptic movie. Is the zombie one? No. Oh, okay. It's like it's more Fallout than zombies. I remember <coughs> there's a zombie one where where a guy has a pet. Well, I'm not important. There there have been a lot of stories based off the format that he established with a boy and his dog. Word. I see. I see. Uh, well, he was born in 1934 and he died this week, 2018. Long, Long year. Long, Long life. Year. I mean. Yeah. Um. Should we get into the news, or do you guys want to bring up anything no, from I'm past cool. week? No, I'm cool. No, I'm cool. Okay. Oh, wait. We haven't even talked about our weeks. No, we haven't. At all. I would like to. Okay. No, I'm cool. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I, I watched uh, uh, eight, fi- eight, eight 13th of Luke Cage. Yeah, how's that so far? Uh, yeah. It's fine. I'm sorry to hear that. It has real high highs and really, really low I'm now three seasons behind on my Marvel Netflix. Yeah. Uh, it's, uh, I'm, I'm excited for, what's what's the next one coming out? Is it Iron Fist? Fuck. I think it's Daredevil. No, the next one coming out is this year is, is Luke Cage. Is oh, Iron no. Fist. Yeah. Oh. That's fine. Sure, uh, whatever. Uh, anybody watching the TV shows before I jump to other other mediums? Huh? Am I the only? No, one? I'm, no. I'm, I'm, I'm watching Cloak and Dagger. I like that first episode a whole lot, my dude. I'm I'm caught up. It's You're caught up. Show. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. I watched started watching Voltron. It's great. There you go. Uh, Westworld ended. I'm real sad. Um, hey guys, yeah. real quick shout out. Watch Troll Hunters. It's awesome. Yeah. Hey, watch watch Westworld. It's awesome. Yeah, yeah. There's too much to watch, man. Yeah. Um, uh, I read a lot of comics, like I always do. Uh, oh, I just read Venom. Wow. Hey guys, don't sleep on Donny Cates. That sat on my that sat on my desk for three months, and I don't sleep on so it. So sad it it did. Yeah, Venom's real good. Uh, especially, did you read this most current issue, Sparks? Yeah. Is this just not this like Marvel's God Country? Like it's. It's, it kind of, uh, yeah, a yeah I love it. I love it so much. Uh, then you would really like it, like oh, yeah. for sure. Yeah, yeah you've you liked would. everything else. Um, right. uh, don't sleep on uh, Multiple Man. I know nobody cares about him. Jamie Madrox, that that James Franco movie that's not coming out. But uh, oh, that's right. Yeah, and that comic is super fun. And uh, what is my favorite tropes, Brandon? That I always talk about. What's one of my favorite like entertainment tropes? Super sad. No, what does it mean to be human? Oh yeah. So. Super sad. Yeah, or super sad too. This book is kind of sad in a funny way. Um, so Multiple Man, he makes duplicates of himself. That's his power. But when the main person dies, what does that mean for the duplicates? Uh, so there's a situation where uh, all like the main character has died. He's been dead for a long time. Uh, so his, his duplicate, they find one of his duplicates, and and he's like, oh, I'm not the real Jamie Madrox, but I am the real Jamie Madrox. So there's a lot of like internal stuff like. Am I the actual real person or am I not the real person? And it's a lot of mind stuff, and it's a lot. It's a lot cooler than I anticipated. Uh, so don't sleep on it. Don't sleep on it. Bye. I wish I'd taken a bet that Ryan was gonna 
recommend that because yeah. I had a feeling it was going to happen. Yeah, yeah, dude, it's fun. It's a lot of fun. Like a lot of people in the industry are really like they like to champion their friends and like, hey man, this is a fun book and it's only a five issue miniseries and I know no one's going to read it but me. So I picked it up and I was like, hey, it's really good. I should recommend. I recommend it. Cool. Yeah. Anyone else got anything to say? No, um, actually, yeah. So yesterday, me and a buddy of mine, we went to uh, Lost Levels that arcade. I took you guys that one time. That's yes, also sir. a USB game store. Yep. And they were having a special little thing going on. I saw Nico from Super Madness. Heck yeah, that's great. Yeah, saw him. I got one of his uh, uh, another one of their albums, and it was this really cool little um, video game collector's thing. I got to play a ColecoVision for the first time in my entire life, and Ooh. this is like an old old video game system that came out back in 1982. Yeah, dude. Mm-hmm. But also, um, a buddy of mine, I actually bought this for him as an early birthday present, but he loaned it to me, which was the classic Pokemon Snap. Do you guys remember that game? Not only do I remember Pokemon Snap, Blockbuster had kiosks where you can bring in your, your memory card and mm-hmm. you can print out actual f- photocopy uh, pictures of your Pokemon. <laughs> pictures <laughs> of the Pokemon. I took my mom. She took me to so many. I had like a hundred of those things, photo, like just all on my wall. It was great. Mm-hmm. Well, I Look never... at what I did. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Look at the pictures of the Pokemon I took in the video game. And you look back on them and you're like, good lord. Yeah. What a what a <laughs> whole bunch of money. No, but um, so he loaned me the game. Uh, my girlfriend and my sister and I, we were playing it last night because th- when I, I only play it at a friend's house. I never owned the game myself. Mm-hmm. And we were playing it last night and it took us two hours. We took pictures of all the Pokemon in the game. There's only 63, not 151. No. And we beat the game in less than two hours. Yeah, when you're like nine playing that, it lasts you like a couple of weeks. But when you're an adult, you know what to do. Uh-huh. <laughs> you, you just run yeah. through so, that. So yeah, we were playing it. My sister left like about halfway through. And then we finally got the things done. And we're just sitting there going, that's it? It only took us two hours. Yeah, I will say. Um, what? I I do like that game. Like I, I can't. I won't say it's like a great game. But, it, like, it's fun to, like, see all the different combinations on what you have to do to I get evolutions. I can definitely now say that that game has nostalgia goggles. Yeah. Like, when you look at something like Mario 64, that game is, like, a gold standard of what games were but back then. But they've made different and better versions of that game. They've never made yeah. another Pokemon Snap. But, yeah, but then, of course, you look at Pokemon Snap, and everyone's like, oh, my Next God. Next year at E3. I'm... Pokemon Snap 2019. No, for real. Like, that's a game that should be remastered or or, uh, or, added. or remade. Because especially with the tablet, you can, like, do cool picture stuff. Oh, which God. I thought they would do with the Wii U. And with Pokemon Go, now it's an A. Yeah, it is, uh, the possibilities are endless. Yeah, but they just said no. So yeah, there I mean, was there was essentially a Pokemon Snap within Jurassic Park Operation Genesis, where you would go around yeah, your own dude. park and take pictures of your dinosaurs. On the PS2, I played the hell out of that game. Yeah, yeah, dude. Which basically Jurassic World Evolution is the next version Ooh. of that same game. Y- yes, but definitely not. <laughs> definitely not. <laughs> it's definitely worse than everyone wanted it to be. And we can talk about that later with the movie. All right. But yeah, so I mean, Pokemon Snap—it's still a great game. I still like it, but uh, it's definitely one of those games. Is like this was fun. I'm probably not gonna play it again. For, I'm probably not gonna play it again for like months. Twenty-five or, more years. Sparks, you got anything to bring up before we move on to the news? I just started playing God of War. What do you think? I mean, I really like it. I shouldn't have started because I'm not going to do anything else productive at all. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly <laughs> what that game does to you. That uh, is the hole in which you will sink. And you... <laughs> I knew it would happen, and I shouldn't have done it, but I did it. Hey, man, now it's okay. it's too late. Boy. Uh, I was going to start playing last week, but then I forgot to borrow it. Yeah. And then well, this week, I'm definitely going to borrow it. Just remind me. I've, yeah. already, I've already put hours into it, and I know, I know I'm barely even in the game. Listen, <laughs> if you just play an hour a night, you'll be done by September. <laughs> And then we can do a spoiler cast. <laughs> I'll be done by Thursday, and then we can you know, talk about it. Yeah, yeah, when you're all done, we should do a spoiler cast. No, actually, when you guys leave, I'm going to play God of War because yes. I'm at the end. And, and then dang. we'll play Injustice afterwards. Yeah, we totally will. Should we get into the news then? Yeah. Unless you didn't have a week. Yeah. I don't know. I really didn't. I kind of had a shitty week. Oh, okay. Aww. 
All right, so let's start with some the biggest news of the week. Well, I think anyway, DC Universe. Oh yeah, that. Uh, they finally released. They kind of they kind of finally um, uh, uh, pulled back the curtain on what this streaming service is going to be, um, and I have all the details here if I could get to them with this terrible laptop. I mean, you know it's bad. I know, I know. All I've right. had that laptop since two thousand and nine. Hey, I'm happy you're using it, Ben. Thank you. No problem. Think I mean, think positive. I'm glad we can use something. <laughs> Nick. Um, all right, so. What this is basically is a lot bigger than what we thought it was going to be. It's not just a streaming service. You can uh, also read comics on it. Mm -hmm. Yes, but no. Uh, What's the yes, but no? Uh, It's not like Marvel Unlimited. They're going to have selected books you can read on there. They're going to take them off. Oh, interesting. I didn't yeah. read that part. Yeah, it's not like at all what we. I didn't. I didn't see that part either. Yeah, I I'm pretty. I yeah, it's not. Gonna I read be that like the whole. They they were saying like the whole library. Really? I, I've heard whole library. Okay, then read that's, it because I read something I different. Heard too. I no, definitely. No, no, I heard. I that's read. Good. I read whole library. They were like, you can read everything that includes from Action Comics number one that's all the way good. up to Action Comics one thousand. That includes all of. They listed like a whole bunch of things. That's like you're. You can read everything. That's the greatest thing I've ever heard. I read a bad article because that's exactly what I want then. Because Marvel wow. Unlimited is the best. Well, here. So here's. So here's. Let's start. Let's start with the three categories. Mm-hmm. Watch is number one. Man, category number watch. Uh, I'm gonna double check this comic information while you're talking. Yeah. Sure. Uh, so category number one, watch. Uh, basically, it will launch with Titans, mm-hmm. uh, and that will be its debut show, uh, which is a little worrisome because I feel like it should launch w- with all of them, uh, or at least two, mm-hmm. because yeah. Titans I don't think is enough of a draw, because they haven't really shown us much. Um, I don't think that they're far enough in production on the others. They just started Swampling. Yeah. That's true. Like the only the only other one that I think would even be close to ready is Young Justice. So. Right, which is why I'm surprised they're not launching with both Titans and Young Justice. Which is why I said they should, I feel like they should launch too, uh, yeah. because Young Justice I feel like would get people like immediately there. Young Justice has a very passionate fan base that would that would follow this. Mm-hmm. Um, but we also get uh, with this we have a um, I don't know if this is new, but it's a, a description of Titans. If it's not new, just stop me. Um, Titans follows young heroes from across the DC universe as they can't come of age and find belonging in a, in a gritty take on the classic Teen Titans franchise. Dick Grayson and Rachel Roth, a special young girl possessed by a strange darkness, get embroiled in a conspiracy that could bring hell on Earth. Joining them along the way are the hot-headed Starfire and lovable Beast Boy. Together they become a surrogate family and team of heroes. Sounds great. Um, so um, people have seen the pilot. They're saying everyone needs to shut the hell up about Starfire the way she looks because they're going to a costume party. That's why she looks that way. Oh, I never said anything. No, not you. Oh. But you know, people. How dare freak- you attack people my opinions? Freak- no, people are freaking out because she had purple hair. I'm like, oh, that's that's not what she's supposed to look like, yeah. and stuff like that. Like, people are freaking out for no reason. Like, I'm excited for the show. I mean, I'm 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 a little worried that uh, that that one did a little worry me a little uh, a little bit because that's redundant. I'm sorry, but that sentence. Um, it, it's just kind of like it, feel, it felt really cheap. Mm-hmm. And, and hearing that, it's behind it, the scenes shots. Hearing that, it's really too bad that that's the behind the scenes shot that came out yeah. because that's not a b- very good indication of the show. I actually like what we've seen of Dick Grayson. Um, I'm okay with it. Yeah, so far he looks great. I think I the reason I don't have, I'm not worried about this is because they felt so strongly about some of these episodes that they're launching an entire another show out of it. Yeah, Doom Patrol, which is Doom Patrol. So like, which I'm actually a uh, good good segue. Boop, boop. Doom Patrol also released a um, synopsis. synopsis. Doom Patrol is a reimagining of one of DC's strangest group of outcasts. Robot Man, Negative Man, Elasta Woman, and Crazy Jane, led by the mysterious Dr. Niles Calder, they're called into action by the ultimate hero for the digital age, Cyborg. Did we talk about the casting of, of the chief? Kelsey, Kelsey Grammer? Grammer. Yeah. That's freaking dope. Banding together, these rejects find themselves on a mission that will take them to the weirdest and most unexpected corners of the DC universe. It's cool that Cyborg is in the show. 
Yeah. I like that they're just putting him with the Titans. Like Ray Fisher is not. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> hey, man, that's a whole separate bag of worms. Yeah. Swamp Thing follows Abby Arcane as she investigates what seems to be a deadly swamp-born virus in a small town in Louisiana, but soon discovers that the swamp holds mystical and terrifying secrets when unexplained and chilling horrors emerge from the murky marsh. No one is safe. You can't see it, but I'm doing my happy dance. Yeah, you are. Yeah. You are uh, touching yourself, and mm-hmm. this is getting really strange. Please, <laughs> please put your pants back it's on. Pl- please, right. no one wants to see that. All right. It's audio only. Don't worry. We can see we you. We can, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Young Justice Outsiders, the next show, uh, features the return of the fan-favorite animated series with a huge cast of DC's most iconic heroes, uh, young superheroes, plus brand new characters, many of whom are just discovering their unique meta powers and special abilities set against a backdrop of a rich, deep world that touches all corners of the DC universe. The, seri- the season focuses on meta-trafficking, an intergalactic Ooh. arms race Ooh. for control of these superpowered youths. So we thought, I expect nothing less. Yeah, we thought one of those. We thought the green guy was like Bart or something. It's a guy named Geoforce. Oh, really? Yeah, he's like an old school character. Oh, yeah. Uh, I expect nothing less from Young Justice. This seems right up their alley. Mm-hmm. Uh, Young Justice is uh, the first two seasons are fantastic. If you're not watched them, uh, what's wrong with you? Um, Very good. They're on Netflix for the longest time. Too. Yeah, this is what ha- this is how it got. I won't yeah. say that Young Justice is better than Justice League, but I think it stands up with it. I, I think, think so it's too. legitimately really good. I think so too. What I like about Young Justice is uh, oh, Sparks is back. Um, what I like about Young Justice is that the uh, entire DC universe exists, yeah. and you can see it, and it's wonderful. It's not like we're introducing it; it's just that exists, and it's still like right. just as mature as Justice League was, with like deaths and betrayals, and like mm-hmm. that second season is awesome. Yeah, it is. Yeah, dude. Yeah. yeah. It's a good um, show. And one last show, as we know, Harley Quinn follows Harley's adventures after she breaks up with the Joker and strikes out on her own. And this new adult animated comedy with the help of Poison Ivy with a ragtag crew of DC's cast-offs. Harley tries to earn a seat at the biggest table in villainy, the Legion of Doom. That's Ooh. funny. I'm really curious about I'm I'm more more curious about this Harley Quinn show, to be honest. Me too. I still haven't seen anything for this Harley Quinn show. So. I think they've only still released just like one we picture. We saw the one picture that was heavily inspired by Amanda Connor. It might have yeah. actually been written drawn by her. Maybe, I don't know. I'm not hundred percent sure on that. Don't quote me. Hmm. Um, Don't quote me in quotes, Brandon McClure. <laughs> <laughs> Not only that, though, you can watch most, and this is actually really important, most of DC's library of films, animated films, uh, and television shows. Uh, missing are the CW shows because of the Netflix deal with CW. Yeah. Uh, and Smallville. Somebody saved it. Probably because Smallville's on Hulu. Is it really? Also it is, because yeah. Smallville's part of the CW deal as well. Is it? Okay, that makes a lot of sense. Um, yeah, just I'll... to name a couple of titles, though. Uh, Smallville Smallville's still put on CW's streaming service, so that probably falls under the same rights as the other DC shows that they have. Oh, interesting. Mm-hmm. And none of the DCEU films are available. Wait, okay. the, the, the most recent movies? Yes. You think that's like a big drive for a lot of DC fans that are like more... I think that's a I think that's a right thing because those are available on other streaming services and other places. I pretty sure they're all available on Netflix. I get that, but that just seems crazy you don't have like like the last like 10 years of your movies. That right, seems, but it seems nuts. But but it's a right thing if those streaming services have the rights there's contracts no, I, there's no, nothing they can do about it. I, I know it's weird it's but just like, like That's why Disney is waiting until their contract with Netflix uh Ends like if I was a sixteen-year-old and I love BVS, I'm like, cool. I'm gonna get this DC streaming service. Where's BVS? Mm, fair. Like that, that's all. Um, but he couldn't. He can watch uh, all of Superman, all of Tim Burton's Batman's, all of Tim Burton's Batman's. Yeah. Uh, Batman Begins, The Dark Knight, Batman Ninja Birds of Prey, The Flash, 1990 with um, uh, Wesley Ship. Yep. Uh, the animated Teen Titans, the animated Super Friends, the animated Teen Titans. Yeah. Yes. The animated Legion of Superheroes, Young Justice, Static Shock, 
which is great. I love that Static Shock is coming yeah. to that series. Oh, finally. Uh, Constantine from 2014. Okay. Uh, Adventures of Superman. Uh, Sweet. Superman serials. Uh, Superboy. Batman the Animated Series. Wonder Woman 77. All-Star Superman. Batman versus Robin. Uh, some the new animated the new animated movies uh, looks like most of them at least, uh, Batman Beyond, the Return of the Joker. Uh, so basically everything. Wow, they, tons they of stuff. They have they have Constantine. Yeah, they're putting Constantine twenty fourteen on the wasn't service. Constantine not CW first. CW it wasn't at first. It was NBC. It, it was, wasn't it wasn't on the CW first, but the CW has been streaming it on the C. Yes, they have. Maybe because it's NBC first, they have like a weird thing. Maybe. Yeah. It's cool that they have Constantine though. I can like that's a show I could rewatch. But uh, they won't be able to have the new seasons. Mm. And and they won't, uh, yeah. Uh, and they don't. Ha- they only have a. I think Batman the animated series, uh, but not the Batman Beyond animated series or Superman the animated series or Just League, Just League Unlimited. See, those oh. are the shows. I thought you said they had the Superman, the Adventures of Superman. Uh, there. No, Adventures of Superman is not the same series. The old one. Superman the animated series. Adventures of Superman is an older series. Oh, okay. See, like, that's the the old cartoon. Like the the reason I want this thing is. I know I want it for Super Friends. I'll watch that. I want it for for Justice League because it's not on Netflix anymore, right? Yeah. I want oh, to, don't quote me on that. Is it still on Netflix then? It might be. I just want to watch Justice League and Justice League Unlimited whenever I want. Yeah. Give me, just give me that. I'm sure a lot of these titles will go on eventually. Yeah. Uh, this is just at launch. So nope. I'm happy for the Teen Titans, so I can now watch 100%. the entirety of the Teen Titans. Yeah. This, I mean, some of these, sh- some of these like older shows, I'm like totally down for because uh-huh. I want to watch them. Uh, mm-hmm. Like the meanwhile, old, the old like uh, the, the Superman, the Super Friends TV series, the Legion of Super- Superheroes animated series, which I never got to see. Sparks, you yeah. loved that show. I did. I thought that show shouldn't have been canceled. Yeah. Nobody likes that show. Nobody even remembers is that show. Batman 66 in there or no? No. No, okay. That one's strange also. See, man, like I I get it cuz of rights and stuff, but like yeah. like Disney's going to get all their shit. <laughs> like come on, Warner Brothers. Well, yeah, cuz Disney. So a lot oh, of, a lot of this I'm sure will eventually go on. Eventually, yeah. Meanwhile, uh, the Legion of Doom. Yes. Also, if the streaming service survives. Mm. Um all right. I see what you're talking about, Ryan. Okay. Samples of titles will be launched with the with the series. What did I What did I spend the first half looking for? If you pulled it up. Oh no! I just had the one article that has everything. What did, What did okay. you find? Okay, here. Uh, what it says is, um, the service will also offer a digital comic reader, offering what's described as a curated selection of thousands of DC comics from the company's publishing history, from the first appearance of Superman in 1938's Action Comics number one through 2011's relaunches of Justice League, Swamp Thing, and Harley Quinn. Which I think is saying that they're not pulling any comics post 2011, um, or post the 2000. So basically, I don't think they're putting Rebirth in here. Um, the library will change throughout time, with DC referring to the portfolio of titles as rotating collections, and the titles will be accessible across multiple devices. Yeah. You will have the ability to download your titles for easy streaming access when you select them, and there are people saying that they're not sure because there's been no explanation on this. If you download it, once the selection rotates out, if you keep it. So um, Nintendo, Mr. Ben, this can jump in real quick. Nintendo uh-huh. is going to start charging for their online service. Yeah, 20 bucks a year. They're going to have a similar thing where they're going to give you free games, but after the end of the month, they're going to cycle them out. So yeah. even if you download it, you're going to lose it. They're mostly NES games. Um, hey, man, reading comics is great. I love that they're finally doing this, but like, as someone who uses Marvel Unlimited all the time, they have everything that's not that's six months but and below. But it's before. also not a streaming service like this. No, but it has every comic ever made that Marvel's made. Like, like I understand, but like, 
I just want them to go full on, like make me want this, and like it could be a it could be a thing. Now look, the the beta is starting in August, yeah, uh, which is which confirms the rumors that it was launching in August. Well, kind of, mm-hmm. the beta is starting in August. Uh, it could be one of those things where this is just the start. It's just like a preview. Phase two a test could have a, a Marvel unlimited thing. It could be one of those things where they just don't have the space right now. Yeah, they are just starting out. It's true. Um. I mean, remember yeah. when Netflix first started? That's true. That, they, the only reason why they had a streaming service was because they had DVDs. It just, mm-hmm. the, like, I, every time I go on Marvel Unlimited, like, every day, like, oh, here's all the new comics we added today. Like, I don't want to go, like, oh, this month's comics are over. Here's the next batch. Like, I just, that doesn't, I don't like it. Here's something that I actually found interesting is the, ne- is the next category, which is connect. You can connect with friends. Connect for. Obviously. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can also buy exclusive merchandise. I can see that. Which is, okay, so here's here's the strange here's the strange thing. Uh, I'm actually gonna, I'm going to... I am going to read this article verbatim. So this is not my words, this is the article. Okay. The subscription will also include access to a DC encyclopedia that fans can help update forums, news, competitions, and exclusive merchandise opportunities, including access to a collection of all new Justice League animated action figures, as well as a wide range of exclusive curated and hard-to-find DC merchandise from a variety of licensing partners, before the rest of the world, according to the DC release. So it, they will be available to the rest of the world. However, you can buy them first if you have the service. I feel like Marvel kind of does something like that, too. Do they? I think so. I don't know. I'm just I wouldn't be able to know for sure. Yeah. Um, I kind of like this. I really like the animated universe uh, 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 figures. Mm-hmm. They've been really cool. Uh, they did Batman and Adventures of Batman. They did a Batman Beyond figure. Uh, this is These figures look pretty great. They have I a John Stewart. I would like to get a Superman one. I would love to get an Aquaman one if it comes with a hook. Yep. Yes, boy. Oh boy. Uh, so what do we think about the streaming service before we move on? What do we all, what do we all got? I might just get it myself. Because I know um, Ryan, you and Sparks are going to live together. I'm pretty sure, and obviously we're probably going to have days where all of us go to your guys' house and we're going to watch Swamp, Swamp Thing. Thing. viewing party. Yeah, heck yeah. But I might just get, Can't my, believe I might just get this myself. That's something so I can say. I, I know, you're s- getting a Swamp Thing TV series. <laughs> that is awesome. But I might just get this myself so I can watch all the Teen Titans. I can watch all of um, Batman again. I could watch... I could watch. I could just put in an episode of uh, Super Friends just to laugh at the Wonder Twins. Yeah, bucket of water <laughs> and an eagle. They're, they're funny. You know I know. I, I yeah. I know. <laughs> I'm I waiting for the, the 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 Tom the Tom King dark reboot. I think I think Bendis is actually going to use the Super uh, yeah. the, the 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 Wonder Twins uh, because he's also using Nuclear Man. I think he'll also oh, use the right. Wonder Twins. Hey, remember when they tried to do the Wonder Twins in Justice League 3000? Remember when they tried to do the Wonder Twins when they did the Wonder Twins in Smallville? That was funny. That was oh, awesome. It yeah. was. It okay. was. But also, I kind of like the exclusive merchandise thing because like if like there's like a, yeah because like Comic Con because then of course you know, there's like hey this is a really cool thing I am able to get this I have space for it you know what I'm gonna get it why not There's not a lot of Swamp Thing merchandise that's because he's not like a big character but like a dude with a tv show oh hell yeah i'm getting shirts yes sir uh sparks final thoughts on you on this one uh i will see how this plays out yeah i remain i remain only really interested in the uh like i don't care too much about you know getting streaming access to to shows i already have access to or anything like that Mm so uh it, it depends on how everything outside of young justice is yeah quality yeah. wise for me to to me for me to really get excited about it yeah cuz right now it's still it's still still buying a streaming service i mean i'm going to do it but it's still <laughs> buying a streaming service for more than uh more than i normally would also to no to, no to, sorry go to to get what i'd be getting out of it because like i i own Teen Titans. I own Batman. I own the Justice League. Yeah, you yeah, know, same. I don't. 
I don't need a streaming service. You don't own monthly. Static Shock. I don't, but I could. Yeah, like, it's it's not enough for me to. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it is important to note no price before point? we move on. No price point. The, no, there is no price point uh, yeah, for this service right now. Yeah, yeah, it's it makes me happy that they're doing comics and like merchandise, but it also makes me think that this is going to be more than just a traditional like seven ninety nine. Yeah, and I can't, yeah. I can't lie. I hope they go high. I kind of do. I hope they go high because I think if they go high and it doesn't get enough, then they'll go low. Mm-hmm. And if they don't do well at high. Then, D- then Disney won't feel like they can do high either. Good point. Yeah. yeah All good right. Point. Well, let's move on to some comic book properties that uh, had some uh, that had some um, traction. Traction this week. Track boots. Starting with uh, another Spider-Man uh, spinoff that we kind of heard rumblings coming about uh, a little while ago. What? Morbius, the Living Vampire. Mobius. Did you really? Did you really for- forget? No. Sorry. I just didn't want to remember. Mo- Mobius? No, it's Morbius. <laughs> Morbius. Morbius is Sonic the What's Hedgehog. going on over there, Sparks? Are you okay? Talk yeah, to my us. Dog, my dog just moved. It's a geostorm. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's a geostorm. Oh, puppy. Um, Morbius the Living Vampire. Jared Leto has been cast as the title character. As well, this is another Spider-Man spinoff uh, character that is getting a One week movie. after Silk. Yeah. Uh, Daniel es- Espinosa, uh, who directed Safe House and Life, will direct this film. Uh, with Burke Sharpless and Matt Sazama writing uh, the film. Uh, now, their credits are actually really interesting, so I actually have them listed. Uh, Lost in Space from, from Netflix, uh, which I only watched the pilot, but I really liked it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Power Rangers, which w- we were pretty mixed on, but mul- the for the new, most part, positive. The yeah. new film? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, Gods of Egypt. Uh, haha. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love that movie. <laughs> <laughs> the movie's god-awful. Uh, the, the Last Witch Hunter, which, okay. Uh, um, that's the Vin Diesel vehicle. That's the, that's, that's the yeah, D&D that's character he created. Is it? Yeah. <laughs> and uh, Dracula Untold. So some wins and some losses, mostly <laughs> losses. Yeah, a lot, lot of losses. Dracula Untold, by the way, the first time that Universal tried to launch the Universal monster film. Still films. want him back, baby. Uh, yeah. Are we talking about writing credits or directing credits? These are writing credits. Okay. Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, Avi Arad, uh, my, I hate him, uh, and Matt Tolmach are producing alongside Lucas Foster. Uh, while Palak Patel will oversee the project for the studio. I'm sure those names mean something to someone. Uh, they do not to me, uh, except for Avi Red. So this movie is... He could go rot in hell. These movie, this movie, um, uh, it's... We're going to see how Venom does first. Yes, we will. Yeah. Uh, and then we'll see if Silk happens that are black and white or black and silver. Black and silver. Or an orange black and, and silver's already been pulled, remember? No, yeah, I know, but if Venom makes a trillion dollars, you know they're going to scoop everything up again. What do you think the first movie's going to make a trillion make a dollars? Trillion. But you know what I mean. <laughs> I know it's not going to make a trillion dollars. Avengers 5, a trillion dollars. No. Um, no, listen. Uh, Jared Leto is an interesting guy. Uh, I don't like him as Joker. Now, this is the MCU.5 universe. Yes. Um, <laughs> I, If I'm looking at him as an actor and everything he's been in, and I think of Morbius the Vampire, I think he would make a good Morbius the Vampire. Do we need a solo vampire Spider-Man movie? Freaking No. <laughs> God no! It sounds like I just bleeped you, but that was actually that was, what that you was just me having a That part. was just what he did. <laughs> um, no, it, it, yeah, this is really ridiculous. He's the he's not the first actor to cross uh, franchises. Um, if we're still under the assumption that this could be an MCU film, which this, it's not. Here's the thing: this movie is super likely to actually happen if Venom is good, because the guy who made Life is also a Sony movie. Yes. So that guy is a Sony guy, and this is another just like quick buck. Yeah. So like we let's hope Venom sucks. <laughs> Right? I mean, no, I know. But like, we, I don't... Hey, hey, look, we want them all to succeed. We want them all to be good. No, we don't. 
No, we don't. Sparks doesn't, want, doesn't agree. I don't want Venom to succeed. I'll be real public about that. If Venom succeeds, then Sony thinks that all these other films are good ideas. That's how it works. That's how Hollywood works. Yeah. They always get the wrong lessons. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is, once again, Sony learning the wrong lesson. Uh, yeah, this is ridiculous. I, I think, yeah, he's fine. Uh, I have not seen Suicide Squad, so I do not have his uh, his uh, Joker. He's honestly barely in it enough to even warrant a response. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but sure, whatever. Yeah, whatever. Uh, should we move I know on? you how much you love Morbius the Living Vampire. I do. I don't want do this. Do you really like Morbius the Living Vampire? <laughs> Wait, is this serious? No, I have character. said this he's, he's on the this. show multiple times that Morbius the Living Vampire is one of my favorite Spider-Man villains besides Mysterio and Scorpion. He's he, he's kind of like anti-villain because he's like, yeah, yeah he's kind of, yeah. There's a few, I remember when I was a little kid, there's these really cool episode, a string of episodes where Morbius was actually this close and working with Spider-Man to being cured of 100%. his vampirism, but sadly he kept Everything just went, he, it just went downhill and didn't work. Look, introduce these characters in a Spider-Man film yeah. and then yes. spin them off. Yes, and I don't want Jared Leto to be Morbius. I don't really, I don't want to. You sound o- like that's a bad thing. We've said things we don't know, agree with Mor- on the show. Yeah. Thing oh. is, Morbius. <sighs> Jared Leto, if you're listening, I'm sorry. No, Mor- Jared Leto is a great actor. He is. Uh, he's a great actor. Once again, don't like him as a Joker because reasons. But is he a great actor? Yes, he's won Oscar. He's won an Oscar. Yeah. Does. There are many actors who are yes, not great who but, have won Oscars. No, but Jared Leto, people give him shit because he's a crazy he's a crazy guy, but he is a legitimately really talented person. Yeah, sure. And also the lead singer of 30 Seconds to Mars. Yes. But besides the point, I don't want a solo Morbius movie. No. I don't. Just put him and no. just make him the villain of a Spider-Man film, and then I'll be happy. An MCU Spider-Man film. Is Morbius not the villain of Spider-Verse? No, that's the Inheritors. Also vampires? Nope. I don't care. Just, just, okay. <laughs> <laughs> just no. No Morbius. Sweep that under the rug. Sony, stop. Sweep that vampire under just, the rug. Just, All right. just sweep Morbius under All the rug. All right, buddy. Let's, just stop. Let's move you, on. Just real quick, this is what you do. You make a Blade movie and introduce Morbius. Oh, hell yeah. That's what you do. That'd That'd that's what you do. No, better yet. Blade TV series on Netflix. Introduce Morbius. I'll do it. There you go. You got it. Even better. Hey, Sony. No, Marvel. Get your characters back. <laughs> you got it. Here's your idea. Yeah. Uh, Sparks, do you have anything to add before we move on? Uh, I I'd pretty much be echo- echoing a lot of what you guys said. I I actually think Jared Leto would be a fine Morbius. I just don't think there's any need in the world for there to be a Morbius solo film. Yeah, we all. Agree. Uh, and I think Sony's out of their gosh darn minds. And I I <laughs> don't think this movie will happen. Not just because of Venom, but I I guarantee you this is one of those situations where J- it's not uncommon. Jared Leto will just leave the project. It's happened before. It's true. Yeah. There. Yep. All right, well, Watchmen uh, got a new casting uh, edition. Uh, Jeremy Irons. Sweet. Starting strong, man. Is, uh, oh, has man. been cast in the TV series Watchmen by Damon Lindelof. Uh, he, will be, he will play, uh, quote, an aging and imperious lord of a British manor. Um, so we still don't know. Who anybody is. We still don't know if even, like, because it's a modern. We don't know if this is, like, the Watchmen character's older or this is just a modern interpretation. People say that, like, this sounds like Ozymandias because, like, he's, he, other people have been casted as, like, his butlers and stuff. Mm-hmm. Is Ozzy British? No. No, yeah. Well, the thing, in the movie, they did a stupid thing where he kept changing accents so no one really knew who he was. That's a stupid choice. So in the comics, I don't, I think he's just a smart American boy. He's just smart. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay, well, there's not much Jeremy Irons is such a good actor, so like this is great. He is great. There's but not much we can say about this. Nope, other but than he's in a lot of shitty movies. 100%. Minus one. Hundred percent. But Mi- like minus shitty, minus one shitty movie. He's only in. He's only not in one shitty movie. Lion King. That's the only, only good, good movie. movie. That is in. not true. Jeremy Irons is in plenty of other good. Movies. He was in BVS. Just haven't watched them. I'll kill you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not talking about recently. No, I know. Yeah, no, he Lolita. 
Mm. Never, he was in the lead. He's in the remake of the lead. He's a fa- he's fantastic. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he's really good. Well, that's the only one I know because all I know is that Jer- every other Jeremy Irons movie, it's just like. He's I, the evil, dark, bad guy in Aragon. Yeah. Not Aragon. Beautiful no, no, creatures. Creatures. He was a, he's a like, good guy in Aragon. Like, I, I saw him in Beautiful Creatures. Yeah. I think, oh, God, this movie's going to suck. It sucked. And then he was he was in Dungeons it's and Dragons. It's not because you saw, you saw him. You saw him no, in Beautiful I saw Creatures. Him. Hold on. You saw him Look in Beautiful Scar. Creatures. You saw him in Beautiful Creatures, and you were just like, but oh, this movie's going to suck. Damn it, Jeremy Irons. You Scar. make this movie suck. No, he doesn't make the movie suck. He does the best of his ability to try and make it not also, suck. Also, you saw that movie? No. I no just, what, <laughs> why are you giving this opinion? <laughs> I saw that movie at at a Seven Eleven for five ninety nine. I was like, oh, that's too much. You saw it at a Seven <laughs> Eleven. Beautiful creatures. Oh, you saw the DVD. Yeah, there's like, there's like there's a... you watched it at a Seven Eleven. Yeah, it was on the screen. I stood up for two All hours. Right. Brandon, let me be clear. I saw the trailer for Beautiful Creatures. I saw Jeremy Irons. And you were tra- like, man, that man's trying. No, I thought to myself, Jeremy Irons, you're doing well, but I'm pretty sure this movie's gonna suck. I have a feeling it's gonna suck. And what did it do? Just real quick. How do you know? Here are some good movies What's Jeremy Irons has been in. There we go. There we go. He was in go. Die Hard with a Vengeance. Yeah, he was. Okay. <laughs> he was in Never Dead Ringers, that. The Man with the Iron Mask. Never seen he that. He was in Never Kingdom seen. of Heaven. Heck yeah, that's a great movie. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, oh, man. Lolita. Uh, Appaloosa, Lolita, Casanova, The Time Machine. Yeah, The Time Machine. Yeah. Oh, he, shit. He's, he's in a lot of stuff. I love The Time Machine. Yeah. I saw The Time Machine like once, and that was years ago. All, all I got from this is that apparently we're doing a viewing party of beautiful creatures in the near uh, future. Oh. You're right. You got it. Listen, oh. has, has, has anyone seen it? No. No. We should all just blind watch I'm it. I'm going to be honest. I want to, but that's purely because I like Jeremy Irons and Emmy Rossum. And yeah. Oh, I, Emmy I love Jeremy Irons, Irons too. Yeah. Clearly you don't. I do. All right. Let's move on. Your voice is my favorite Disney villain. God. <laughs> Gideon Falls. What's that? Hey, Jeff Lemire, uh, Andreas Sor- Sorrento. Sor- Sorrentino. Sorrentino. Uh, Never Congre- heard of it. Never okay, heard, I've never heard of uh, it. Ha- has been picked up for TV. It's only it, issue four just came out. Yep, uh, by by Hive Mind, which is the production company that's putting The Witcher and uh, The Expanse on TV. Oh, well, The Expanse is canceled. The Expanse is actually back on Amazon. Oh, really? Amazon picked up picked up season three. Sweet. Oh, and I think Witcher is Netflix. Yeah, yes. Witcher is Netflix. So they just they're a company and they give it to whoever they want. That's cool. Looks like this is a good. This is good. So yeah. Uh, Do you have a description of it? No. Okay. The no no information. No, uh, I mean of what what the story is about. What Gideon Falls is? I mean, I'm reading it and I don't even know. You're reading it? Yeah. I didn't like. You didn't like Spookies. I like Spookies. Oh, you do? Yeah. Oh, it's Ben. You don't like Spookies. I read. I read. I read uh, Severed and Witches. Cool. You're right. <laughs> okay. Gideon Falls is dope. It's spooky Catholic stuff. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Only be Ben's Gideon. best friend likes Spookies. Oh, that's right. Hey, which best friend? His first, second, or third? Uh, the King. Oh, Elvis. <laughs> <laughs> like very much. Stephen King. <laughs> that was so good. I'm just flipping on the bird. By him, I mean Brandon. I didn't do anything. Stephen King didn't direct the birds. That was Alfred Hitchcock. I know that was. This is great. I love it. Uh, how, how's Ebert? How's Ryan, and Roper doing? Ryan, you spun that doing? joke around too fast. You're giving him vertigo. Oh, oh. oh. That's so good. <laughs> oh man, we've been on this too long. Uh, Halo is getting a TV series. Uh, finally, I'll believe it when it actually airs. Me too. Yeah. Showtime has officially picked up a ten-episode hour-long uh, TV series, uh, straight to pi- straight to series. This is really cool. They bypass okay. pilot straight to series. That's okay. really cool. Uh, and now, if, uh, just a quick history of Halo. It's been bouncing around for quite some time. Uh, Neil Blomkamp did a uh, uh, a, a uh, uh, proof of concept uh, little short film. It's still on YouTube. Uh, that's uh, before he did District Nine because he really wanted to do a Halo, uh, a Halo movie with uh, Peter Jackson. Yep. And, and then didn't he didn't he direct the live action commercials for Halo Three at the time too? Yes. Oh yeah. I believe okay. he did. Oh, yeah. the Halo Three ODST commercials awesome, were really dude. good. Yeah. And uh, and then he, 
Steven Spielberg was developing it for Xbox's uh, supposed streaming service. For oh, that, that thing that never happened. <laughs> uh, we, 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 we have actually gotten three, three or four uh, animated uh, or live action uh, shorts. There's like Forward Unto Dawn and like yeah, all that stuff. Forward yeah. Unto Dawn, that's the live there's, action one I was thinking Reach, of. There's an animated Reach. Yeah, yeah. Fall of Reach uh, is the animated. Yeah, Legends, uh, which is a weird like, like anthology. It's, it's an anthology, anthology, but it's different series. animation. It's really yeah. good. It's, it's fine. Uh, there's some really good stuff in it. Most, uh, most of it's fine. Um, and then what was the Ford Unto Dawn? There was another one. Uh, Mike Coulter was in Ford Unto Dawn, but there was one before that. I have it all. I don't remember. I don't remember what it was. W- it's on Netflix. One of them's on Netflix. Oh, sure. Yeah. Um, but now Showtime. Showtime uh, has picked up a 10-episode hour-long series. Um, Kyle Killen. Kyle Killen? He, he's a killer. Uh, Kyle Killen fr- uh, from Awake, uh, the TV show with uh, uh, Jason Isaacs. Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, if you guys remember that yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, serving yeah. as executive producer, writer, and showrunner. Wow, Ooh. that's a lot. Yeah. Rupert Wyatt, Rise of the Planet of the Apes director, yeah! uh, will helm multiple episodes and also executive produce. That's Ooh, great. He's okay. good. He yeah. is. He is. Uh, production will commence in 2019, and Showtime uh, said... Uh, so, just a quick quick uh, description of the Showtime release. Uh, the series will take place in the universe that first came to be in 2001, dramatizing an epic 26th century conflict between humanity and an alien threat known as the Covenant. Halo will weave deeply drawn personal stories with action, adventure, and a richly imagined vision of the future. Uh, I doubt this takes place with Master Chief. See, that? I bet it's like Gotham City, Gotham Central, where, like, Chief's in the background. I'd love that. I would love Gotham Central. Yeah. Uh, but, like, Halo. Yeah, like ODST. Yeah, you, need, yeah. you need to have Mr. Master Chief in it if you're going to do a Halo TV show. People have been wanting it for too long. If he's not in it at all, people aren't going to like it. But also, if you reveal who's behind the mask, they never reveal. You who's don't have mask, to. They never right. That's what that, that, that's what I'm saying. That's why I'm agreeing. Like, no, with I mean it, it doesn't have to be about him, but he has to be in it. That's what that's what Ryan was saying. Was like, like, it was Gotham, sh- Gotham like Central. have him be one of the, the main characters in the pilot, and then he'll just like show up every once in a while. Not even. Not even. Like no, he's talking about like Limitless with Bradley <laughs> Cooper. Maybe not Bradley. No, Cooper, like an ish, in like in like. Like episode six, like they're outnumbered, and then like, hey, we have backup coming, and then Chief shows up for an episode, and he just walks yeah. out. Just like you do in the Halo games, you go and support your team. All right, that works. Yeah, yeah I, I, I do think this, this uh, Chief. Just make a Band of Brothers in space, dude. I was thinking ODST, the, oh, the yeah. game ODST, yeah. ODST something like oh, that. Man, that's okay. Uh, great game. Halo's awesome. It uh, is. Halo is is fantastic. One of my favorite franchises. Uh, I bought a, I bought an Xbox just to play Halo for Halo. Um, so. Uh, Showtime uh, says Halo is our most ambitious series ever, and we expect audiences who have been anticipating it for years to be thoroughly rewarded. Actually, yes, Twin Peaks is their most ambitious Shut show up. ever <laughs> in the history of television. There simply has never been enough great science fiction, uh, which is true. There's not just really not not enough on TV. Yeah. Uh, Kyle Killen's scripts are thrilling, expansive, and provocative. Rupert Wyatt is a wonderful world-building director, and their vision of Halo will enthrall fans of the game while also drawing the uninitiated. <laughs> into a world of complex characters that populate this unique universe. David Nevins, president and CEO of Showtime Networks. This sounds like... like I'm in! This sounds like, like this Kyle guy is like, hey, I have a really good pitch, and they're like, okay, cool, let's do it. They went to series. Yeah, this they, is, they skipped pilot. That's really cool. We, we can like be seeing like a trailer in like six months. Yeah, that'd we be, could. That'd be I crazy. Would, oh, that'd be sweet. Dude, we're going to Swamp Thing TV show? We're going to Halo show? Our dreams are real. <laughs> I, never th- I never thought I'd ever see a Halo TV show. Especially don't, after... Don't. Don't count all the chickens before they're hatched. Oh, I know, yeah. but like one I, of them will suck. Yeah, definitely. Um, but like but I love Rupert Wyatt. I just want to be clear: Rise of the Planet of the Apes is actually my favorite in the Apes. Of the three, yeah. I feel like that Simpsons meme right now. What a time to be alive! <laughs> or Simpsons did it already. <laughs> um, as much as I like all three Planet of the Apes, Rise is, has always been my favorite. Yeah, man, that's a fantastic trilogy. Yeah, I think so too. Oh yeah. Uh, should we move on? Sure. Oh yeah. Yeah, uh, I had no thoughts. Did you not thought it that's up? Why I asked. That's why I always ask. Uh, no, I. Uh, 
I worry that this is not a good time for it, to be honest. Why do you say that? I don't, I, I don't know that there's an interest for a Halo show. You think the time might have passed? I think that if there had not been two Halo games after Reach, and now they were just coming out with the Halo, the new Halo game that looks mm. like it's going back to the old stuff, and there had not been those two games, True. and then they were coming out with the show at the same time, it would be like, wow, this is like Halo Heaven all of a sudden, and everyone would be really stoked about returning to it. But given the the kind of eh response to the Halo game at E3, I don't know if this is the best time for this show. Yeah, because like, when they were trying to develop it, it was like peak Halo time, when like everyone was, was loving Steven Halo. Steven Spielberg was attached to it before Halo 4 came out. Yeah. Yeah, that was yeah. yeah. Halo Three Reach area is like peak Halo. Yeah, so uh, that was when everything was awesome. Everything was awesome. Nope. No. Um. Hey, man. Yeah. Uh. It, it, it might be too late, but like, if it's good, people will come. Like they know. Like people recognize Halo. They know that name. Like, no, well, I know. I get yeah. it. I get it. And that's why I'm like, it's got to. Not only does it actually have to make it to being a real series, which it still could not. Um because we've had promises like this before. Mm -hmm. uh, but once it is there, it has to really, really deliver. And if it doesn't deliver within, like, I'm saying, like, it only gets a couple of episodes or people aren't aren't going to care. Yeah. That's why I like the 10-episode format. You know, you got 10 keep episodes, you tell a story, you, you keep it tight. Um, no, I agree. It's I'm optimistic that it's on Showtime and everything. I just, uh, I just, I want, just, I just want to say. It's a weird, it's a weird time. I just want to say it's kind of cool that we're getting a Continental TV series, a Kingsman TV series, and a Halo TV series. Yeah. Go us. I was actually thinking of like, like the same way with the Continental. Like John Wick's not the main character, but he shows up in an episode. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, the Kingsman TV series. I'm super down for that. Eggsy shows up looking. Hopefully looking we. Fine. Hopefully we get some news about that one soon. Oh yeah, that was a thing. Yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, Mar uh, Marv uh, is uh, um, not Marv. Matthew Vaughn is uh, doing a. Um, we didn't talk about this, but a whole production studio to curate more uh, content, oh, especially yeah, like a stuff, ton yeah. of like Kingsman stuff, like a, a states. I think it was like a Statesman spinoff, a Kingsman prequel, a Kingsman sequel, and a Kingsman TV series, and more Kickass stuff. Too. And he wants to reboot Kickass with the yeah. with the new lead. Jeff Lemire is that's writing a, Kickass. That's a lot of Kingsman. Yeah, yep. Jeff Lemire is writing Kickass now. Yeah, he is. I might have to pick up one issue see if it's good. Cause Isn't I, he doing Hit Girl or is he Hit doing Kickass proper? I don't remember actually. Yeah, I think he's doing Hit Girl. Is it Hit Girl? I'll pick that I up. I think Heck so. Because yeah. I know Kevin Kevin Smith is also going to has has either done or is doing a Hit Girl arc. You're right, man. That's so cool. Um, all right, well, let's try the talk. The Purge, real quick. Uh, the Purge is getting a TV series. Hey, man, it looks just like those movies, but it's it going to be a TV show version. I'm cool with it. It's going to be on what USA, right? Yeah, that's a not that's a, a weird. Network. That's a not a violent network. No. So this is definitely going to be like their most violent thing. Yeah. I wonder. Uh, this is coming in the same year that the first Purge. Yeah. Comes out this week. I think actually this movie, excuse me, the TV show, is set is set between the first Purge, the movie, and the actual original Purge. It's set. It's after the first Purge. It's ten years after the first Purge. It's but before the first movie. Well, I don't know how long. How, I haven't yeah. seen the first movie. Um, it's it's. I know that they they're celebrating the ten year anniversary of the Purge, and it's like got people who like it's set in one night, but yeah. with flashbacks throughout, and it's going to have like a cult that worships the Purge, like a religious. Deity, essentially. It looks, it looks like it, yeah. Yeah. So it looks good. Yeah, I'm I, I've been interested I, in the Purge franchise since Anarchy. Yeah, I'm really glad that there's more being done with that concept because that concept was always really interesting and the first movie was such a bummer yep. because it didn't utilize it really at all. Yeah, mm -hmm. when you get into the uh, the really murky stuff of how like the government is using the Purge to actually clean up poor people, that's really fucked up. Yeah. That's some really messed up stuff, man. <laughs> uh, ben, you've never seen the Purge? No, I haven't. Neither have I. Uh, but I know. But, I have the but first thing. They get this, each one keeps getting better and better. I've never seen it. I watched part of Anarchy on TV one time, and I was actually getting really into it. It was 
Like there was this one scene where it's just one, Punisher. Yeah, it's essentially just Punisher, but everyone just is out to kill or do. That's what actually got me into it. Was like oh. like crossbones is Punisher. Yeah. Oh yeah, he is. Isn't we'll he? do uh, we'll do a marathon right after we watch Beautiful Creatures. Yeah. Let's do or it. how about we just skip Beautiful <laughs> Creatures and go straight to the. Dude, no, we are ben, doing Beautiful Creatures. No, Ben. Now that's happening. I think watching Beautiful Creatures shit will make me want to purge. All right. <laughs> <laughs> that's horrible. All right, let's move on. Uh, oh my gosh, could you imagine if the purge was real? What those crazy Star Wars fans would do? Oh, oh no! no. There would be Ryan awful. Johnson would have to like barricade really himself. Have intense security. Jesus. All right. Well, shall we move into our main topic? Al- already? Yeah. Well, is there nothing else? Uh, unless you guys have something else I'm to bring up. I think I thought there was maybe some more, more, more stuff. Wasn't there a new Predator trailer this week? There was. There was. There was. There was. There was. I saw it. Yep. Oh, shit. I did. See it, it looked fine. I uh uh, these I don't think any of these trailers are selling this movie for this me. This one better than the Def- others. Definitely, but um, I'm still waiting for it to feel like a Shane Black movie. I don't think any of these trailers are doing it. Yeah. Because you've seen the Nice Guys. Yeah, it's great. Uh, you've seen Iron Man three. Like that's not a traditional Iron Man movie. Like yeah. he makes. Not traditional movies, so I'm just waiting for it. I'm sorry, anybody who doesn't like Iron Man 3, I think the movie's great. I think the movie's great, too. Uh, I'm just waiting for the actual movie, because none of the trailers did it for me. Yeah. Any other news? Nope. I, I like that last trailer. Yeah. Super, yeah, super Predator. No, I'm, I'm into it. I'm, I'm on board. People were saying that... It feels, it feels like it, a tone that does feel like an 80s film. Yeah. And that make, is making me kind of happy. I'm like, yeah, I like that it just feels like it's being as crazy as an 80s film. There was more definitely more jokes, which I was looking for, because that's Shane Black. So Yeah. yeah. Cool. All right. Let's, uh, let's move on into our main topic. Alan. All right, time now for our topic. Um, uh, spoilers from here on out for Jurassic World uh, Fallen Kingdom. Uh, so if you have not seen the movie yet, definitely uh, click pause, bookmark us, or however you do it. And go run to the theater and go see this movie. Uh, now, where we last left, um, you know, such iconic new characters such as a uh, um, uh, and uh, uh, Susie. Well, they're, well, they're joined by more iconic characters like um, and uh, Billy. Well, this is Jurassic World: Fallen Kingdom. Spoilers! Uh, spoilers. Uh, what do you guys think, Alan? <laughs> <laughs> I you saw a, I saw a movie today. Yeah, we did. This is yeah. the second time I saw this movie. Yeah, second time for me as well. Yeah, uh, Sparks. I have also seen it twice. Okay, good. Are you guys happy? You all saw it twice? No, no. <laughs> yeah. Well, here's the thing. I I, 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 needed, I was quick to I jump. I needed a second viewing, or I wasn't going to be sure how I felt. Yeah, I, yeah. I agree. Mm-hmm. I, I agree. Um, well, I I joke, but you know where we where we last left these characters. Um, these what last, are their names? I don't know. Yes, I don't yes care. you do. You said it earlier. It's Owen Grady and Claire Deering. You know it. I hate that I know it. <laughs> Uh, Bryce Dallas Howard plays Claire Deering, and uh, Chris Pratt plays uh, Manly McManerson, um, <laughs> Owen Grady. <laughs> um, they, you know, Jurassic World had been closed down, and now we find Masrani in complete disarray. They're not even in the movie, uh, but Aww. there was well, yeah, because he was eaten. No, Aww. the company. Oh, the volcano on <laughs> Isla Nublar. <laughs> the volcano on Isla Nublar is exploding. They didn't. They didn't know about before. Well, they did say it was inactive. Now, a freshly active, recently inactive. Like, they knew it was a volcano, but it was not active. And now it's active. Yeah, you know, there were five islands that they could have picked from to build a park on, and I, they picked the one with an inactive volcano. Guys, I just feel like people know these things. When they spend billions of dollars, they would know if a couple years later a volcano would erupt. I feel like that would, they would know that. But I don't write movie scripts, so whatever. Here, so, 
The, wow, that was really low. Nah, yeah. I did that on purpose. <laughs> um, yes. Look, anyway, uh, so the, the volcano is, is erupting, and they need, and they, and Claire wants to get these animals off the off the island. Noble, a noble cause. Mm-hmm. Um, Malcolm, Ian Malcolm, does not want this to happen. He thinks that the at the uh, his w- brief appearance, well, he wants these uh, animals to be destroyed mm-hmm. by the volcano, wipe away our, our our hubris. Essentially, is what is what he's saying. It's, Gee, it's, I wonder why. It's, it's very much like his character. Like he never wanted it. Is. It yeah. is. <laughs> Uh, what was that line in Jurassic Park one? You you, you package it, yeah yeah, you, you sold it, you put it on a lunchbox, and now you're selling it, you're selling it, you're selling it. <laughs> As uh, I hit the table, well, marketing. Uh, so uh, we we lead into Lockwood, uh, who is a former business partner of uh, of John Hammond, Richard Hammond, I almost said uh, John Hammond, uh, who we've never heard about, uh, and he wants to. Get the animals off the off the island. They can save eleven species. But oh no, his ward maybe the man who sells who makes his who does something with his the money. The guy he said like he entrusted his fortune. He sure, entr- that's the thing I guess. Rich people. He's like do. Maserati to Hammond, basically. I think. Uh, I don't think so. No? no, he said he entrusted me the fortune, so I'm gonna make you all the money. Yeah. No, but like Hammond didn't. Maserati wasn't working for Hammond. No, I know. But never mind. Go ahead. Yeah, I don't think this is. But the but same he, but but Maserati was like you know Hammond entrusted me with all his resources his money and everything sure yeah uh but he, he may be a bad guy spoiler alert he is hey guys yeah. uh i knew he was a bad guy the so- second i saw his face uh, he, i was not surprised by anything in this movie rafe spall uh son of timothy spall uh, uh wormtail from yep. harry potter and looks the like a wormtail Masco. yeah uh so let's get some initial thoughts what do we all think about this film uh, i'm not going first i always go first all right ben i don't hate it okay uh sparks I think it's a bad script with ambitious ideas done by a really good director. Ryan? I agree with 100% everything you said, Sparks. I think there's magnificent stuff in here. I think it's uh, held back by a real shitty script. Yes, I I have. Uh, I think we're, the general public, just in general, thinks the Book of Henry is starting to realize that uh, Colin Trevorrow is not a good writer. I we don't have the time to how much I don't <laughs> like Colin Trevorrow. Like the last couple of months, it's like I've learned more and more about him, and especially after watching the Book of Henry, I'm just like I, wanna, I don't want him to touch any movie ever. I want to share. I want to share uh, the the quote that I've shared with with you with the, our audience. Uh, I was watching the behind the scenes for Jurassic World because I watched all 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 four films uh, this week, uh, to including con- three, including three. I'm sorry. The three is much worse than I remember. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I was expecting you to say something like because they, they made a a comedy. I, I also rewatched three recently, and I'm like, why is this a comedy? Why am I laughing? Yeah. Why is there an attempt at a joke every three minutes? That that Spinosaurus looks like garbage. Yeah, um, Alan. So, uh, what was I saying? Oh yeah. So Colin Trevorrow yes. did an interview for Jurassic World Behind the Scenes, uh, and he says and he's talking to someone. I think it was actually Chris Pratt. Where he was like, I wanted, I wanted, I wanted Jurassic World to feel like, you know, uh, to everyone wanted everyone in Jurassic World to feel like I did when I was a kid watching Jurassic Park, and I wanted to infuse that childlike wonder into this film, which is why no adult talks like adults in this movie. Yeah. And I was like, that's a horrible thing to say. And then I was watching Jurassic World, and I'm like, oh yeah, the dialogue in this is horrendous. <laughs> Nobody talks like normal people. Kids love it because it's easy for them to understand. Yeah. Yeah. Fair. yeah. Right. Uh, but Jurassic World. Uh, w- so where do we rank all? The, let's rank the first four films before, and then at the end we'll rank the uh, the, the, the all five. So before f- before five comes out, where do you have the ranking, Ben? Uh, one Lost World, World, and uh, three. All right. Yeah, by default, it's that. Yeah. <laughs> by default. <laughs> by default. No, yeah, because so. three three sucks. Two I haven't seen in a while, but it's fine. And then uh, Jurassic World's fine. Yeah. So like, yeah. Uh, Sparks. I only like one real Jurassic Park movie, guys. Sorry. Sparks. Uh, Jurassic Park, Lost World, and then 
I guess world and then three. Yeah, I guess we're all on the, the same the page. The default setting, essentially. Because here's the thing. Uh, I know you don't like Lost World. Uh, or the, it's it's just, it's, I will be, it has been a while since I've seen it. I, I love the Lost World. Yeah. I, I watched Jurassic Park. I'm, I'm going to change Ryan's opinion. We'll get to it. All right, I, wa- I watched Jurassic Park, Jurassic, The Lost World, Jurassic Park 3, and Jurassic World because I haven't seen a lot of these films in a long time. Uh, and yeah, I I stick to that. It's, it's, it is definitely one, two, four, three. Uh, so let's get into this film. Uh, it's kind of bad. <laughs> It's he, man, I gotta tell you, like it's like kind of bad and kind of not, but also yes, but also no. It's it's like man. You know what? I know you might be joking, but, but I'm not. I'm no, serious. that's right. That that is absolutely yeah. correct. There are some great kernels of awesomeness. There are kernels of WTF, and there are also there's good ideas presented in yeah. the, and this film and the first but one. But this thing, but there's I, a lot of things in this movie that they completely gloss over. It's like no, explain that shit. What the I hell? Wanna, I want to jump on the number one thing that disappointed me that I thought. Oh man, this will make me love this movie if it is doing what I think it's doing. Because I didn't think they would go here. This would be such a surprise. And they didn't. So when James Cromwell showed up as Lockwood, I thought, oh my goodness, this is going to be Bad Hammond from the books. Yes. Oh yeah. I thought that immediately. That's what I thought. I was like, we're getting Bad Hammond now. And I'm like, this will be amazing. Nope, that's not what happened. That and, wasn't and then his shit eating grin, like lawyer man, shows up. I'm like, oh, you're the bad guy, and he, you're actually a good and Lockwood's yeah. awesome. Ugh. And yeah, uh, I'm um, gonna sell these animals and make millions. <laughs> Zola's in this movie. Uh, Arnold yeah. Zola. I, his name's Toby Jones. Toby Jones with Thank the you. worst fake teeth, the, <laughs> the worst, worst accent. That dude is like good in everything. This is the first bad movie I've ever seen him in. Yeah, like he's so bad in this movie. I'm like Jay Barona. Like you were your your dinosaur stuff's awesome. Your acting stuff's like oh. uh, there's a lot of really good imagery. So when they get on the island. Uh, is 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 pretty good. Um, there's a bit. I think, it, I think his dialogue was just garbage. Sorry, I just wanted to say yeah. that before we got uh, too far away from it. When they when they when they get on the island, uh, a lot of the imagery that J. A. Boyana does with the with the baryonics and the tube and the lava coming down and it reveals mm-hmm. the baryonics. I was like, this is that's awesome. Yeah, he uses that trick a little too much. The, oh, the it, light flashing to reveal a dinosaur. Oh, that yeah. trick happens a lot. Yeah, it does. A it does, lot, and I don't don't love it. The it, very beginning it got of the movie, a little happens, overdone. Yeah. I want to, I yeah. want to, I want to say before we get too much into it. Uh, I, I I hope we're all in agreement. I think that beginning sequence is awesome. Oh, yeah. it totally is. I dig it. That beginning sequence is awesome, even though it makes no damn sense in the world. Why doesn't yeah. it make sense? Explain. Why do they need the DNA of the Indominus Rex specifically to make an Indoraptor? When they made the Indominus Rex out of other dinosaurs that they supposedly still have the DNA of and should have the DNA file of, since they clearly had the file for the Indoraptor in the last movie, and they're just putting more Raptor in it. It already had Raptor in it. Yeah, like you think they'd have I a said copy. That, I said that when we were in when we were in the car going away. It was yeah. like, so wait, the Ind- the Indominus Rex is T Rex and Raptor and a bunch of other things, and now this one is Indominus Rex and Raptor. It's Raptor Raptor, <laughs> which is which is neat. As an idea, if you think about like the fact that they're they're kind of going about it stupid, because in the behind the scenes featurette about how they did the practicals and everything, they talk about how the Indoraptor, if you look at it, has like scales and things missing because it's supposed to be diseased and malfunctioning and not working right because they made it out of an Indominus Rex and more Raptor, and it's like this is not a DNA almost this like work. yeah like inbreeding you didn't messing do it, it up. right yeah yeah, yeah exactly and they I'm didn't like, come across that, that way. Right, but if that had been explored, that would have been awesome. But instead, it's just like we need the Indominus Rex, and I'm like, why? And then they need blue. 
to make to, to, to code the mother gene on or something. Yeah. Blue, blue. I at least get a little bit. I don't understand why we needed the Indominus Rex at all, except for Colin Trevorrow trying to like, you know, be like, look, I made that thing. Let's remember the thing I made. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. Um, can we talk about since? But yes, the... the opening was awesome. Yeah. Can we talk about uh, Henry Wu? Um, BD Wong. What's yeah. his pick what, a side, man? What, not, not 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 that. What is his end game plan? He is in this movie for five minutes. He just bitches at at Batty McBatterson, and he's just like, <laughs> and he just kind of like chews him out, and it's like, I need blue. How dare you not give me blue? And then he just goes, Bye, movie. I mean, you know, I think, I think, I don't think this is real, <laughs> but I think that. His, if you wanted to make one, it's that he's been creating these genetic creatures for so long. He wants to make the perfect one. He just wants to make the perfect, like, thing. He's just, he's he's a mad scientist. He's, he, like, has that quote in Jurassic World where he's like, we're not mad scientists. And I'm like, dude, you totally are. You're totally, <laughs> like, you are legit modern mad scientists. And, and I think he should be. I kind of want him to be like absolutely out of his mind, insane in the next one. I like that. I like that wrinkle in Jurassic World. I like bringing him back and 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 having him like cr- have created a monster. Maserani was like, I just want something scary, and he just made a, th- a monster. Mm-hmm. I think Henry Wu. The way that you have to look at him as a character is that he has become the literal physical embodiment of uh, just because we could, we didn't think about if we should, like chaos. He is just the physical person who represents that idea. Sure. He's a walking chaos theory. Right, okay. But he has no purpose in this film. Because that's what he is, he just wants perfect creature, and the Indoraptor he thought was going to be the gateway to the perfect creature, he just needed blue. I've got a better question for you. Are Mills and Lockwood in-gen, or are they not in-gen? Is in-gen still something else? Where is InGen? InGen is, is a is it looks like the military arm of Masrani in Jurassic World, and then because we know that Masrani bought InGen, yeah. right? And that and then and then Doctor Wu gets flown off in an InGen copter at the end of Jurassic By World. InGen, yeah. And now but he's here. And now he's here. Maybe maybe making the thing that they wanted him to be making. That InGen wanted him to be making yeah. in Jurassic World. Now, I'm not saying like it should make sense. I'm saying this is bad writing, but I'm like, where was it? Who is InGen? <laughs> what when is Mills in- showed up, I, When InGen? Mills showed up, I'm like, are we going to find out that this is like, you know, because we've always known InGen. Like, is this the guy running oh, InGen? Puts the lotion on its skin. Well, that's that. Yeah, it was could be Lockwood like Lockwood the one making the bad decisions. Like I don't know. No, he's an old man in in, in a bed. Yeah, no, a... no, I mean, I mean, like through Jurassic Park three, like oh, they're yeah. like, you know, how did uh, why was InGen making a Spinosaurus? You know that idea that's never explored, which would have been cool. What, were, what else were they working on on this island? So, what has InGen been doing? Who is InGen? So it was so a lot of the ancillary material, the the viral site, uh, does explain why the Spinosaurus exists. Masrani was doing it before they bought InGen. They were creating dinosaurs. The idea uh, that they wanted to present that I thought would actually come into play in the movie, which doesn't, um, they wanted to present in the viral market at least that other companies were, were doing dinosaurs. InGen just did it better and quicker. Yeah. Um, sure, I guess. All, all of this is like, it's nice, but like none of this is clear in the films. It feels no. like... Same thing with the Isla Sorna dinosaurs. Yeah. I feel like Mills... Oh, well, what, what, here's here's why here's why they're they're not there. These Lasorna dinosaurs. I know I know why they're not there. <laughs> I'm saying it should be clearer in the movie. It yes. should because yeah. uh, because if you don't know this, you're just watching the movie. Why don't they just go to these Lasorna yeah. site? 
yeah. site B, but they don't. I felt like Mills was just like like a hired gun. Like I didn't necessarily feel. Which one's Mills? The the main the main. Batty merc- McBatterson. Batty McBatterson. Yeah. Batty McBatterson. McBatterson. Oh yeah yeah yeah. The main mercenary. Let's guy. call him. Wait, mercenary guy? Yeah. Oh, he's no, no. Mills, Mills is the guy with the glasses in the suit. Oh, the guy who puts glasses on just, just, to, get, <laughs> just to get beat up. That Fucking, was so stupid. That was the dumbest scene. He put glasses on just to get I'm hit. I'm just gonna put my glasses and then, on, and then, and then has, Claire's gonna break and them. And then has the exact same kind of pair later. Yeah, yeah I yeah. thought that was so stupid. Uh, sorry, what's the main military guy? Ted Levine. He talks like he's a guy. He talks like this. He's like the mayor. Like, I forget. I forget the name of his yeah. character. I anyway, don't remember if they ever say it in the movie, but Ted Levine. Ted Levine. Yeah. Uh, I, I thought. Hey, like, I have a question. Who's the new characters? The 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 paleo. The paleo veterinarian. veterinarian. Uh, That's a real Zia? thing. Zia. Zia. Okay. Who who was supposed to be gay, but they cut out her thing. Yeah. Thank you. I, I really guess. I liked her. I did too. I thought I she did was too. fine. She, I actually really. She did not annoy me as much as tech guy. Oh my god, I hated him. Franklin. Franklin. Oh. How do you know this name? He's good. I remembered them. He's good. Okay. Oh my god. I actually really enjoyed Maisie, the little girl. Yeah, she was fine. I quite enjoyed her. Um. Uh, yeah. I liked her too. Yeah. I didn't like the story about her, but I liked her. Um, oh, don't. Oh, okay, not, that's my bigger that rabbit hole just yet. That, yeah, oh, that. yes, because that's oh, my, I think I think quick. I think I disagree with talk, all of you on this. Let's let's talk. Let's talk Ted Levine. Let's talk Zia and let's talk Franklin. Those three new characters. Let's just do that. Ted uh, Levine. Yes, 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 yes. I really liked a bad uh, Roland Dune or a bad Roland Timbo. Yeah, yes. I yes. really liked that he was the best, and I liked Ted Levine. So I was like, I was really he was in it the perfect amount and did the perfect amount. The yeah. one thing that I kind of wish he'd done is when he went over to the Stegosaurus and we see him take the tooth for the first time, I thought what my instinct was that he was slowing them down to be like, this was my favorite when I was a kid. And I wish he'd still done that uh-huh. and then taken the tooth. That would have been rough. Oh, that that would have been, been rough, yeah. Cool. No, uh, he, right, because it would have made him like really, really unlikable. Yeah, yeah his character was fine. I kind of got a vibe that he was going to be a dick later on. Surprise, he was. And when he goes into the cage to get to Endoraptor tooth, I'm thinking... You what, deserve to die at yeah, this what point. What a dumb, dumb. Yeah, I love how I love the Indoraptor is basically just psychotic. But that's yeah. That's that's Jurassic Park. That yeah. is Jurassic Park. Like, dumb you do dumb stup- people go to dumb places. and yeah. they get killed. Like in the first movie, where the lawyer goes to the restroom and then the T Rex kills him. When you gotta oh, go, you gotta go. Hey man, yeah. exactly. <laughs> when you gotta go. Um, yeah. Uh, so what do we think about um, Zia and Franklin? Zia. Zia. I thought Zia was was fine and charming. Uh, Franklin, like I didn't, I wasn't like bothered. I like. I, I like that she was just you know a competent character doing her doing mm-hmm. her part and everything like when when she's when she's talking to Wu later is one of my favorite moments where she's like yeah it's a whole sock drawer in there because yeah. I mixed in T-Rex blood and everything like I really like her spunk I thought she brought a nice vibrant energy to the film that no character in either of the uh, Jurassic World films other than her has really done yeah. for me yeah, she kind of reminded me of a little bit of a more of a badass version of Laura Dern's care of Ellie Sattler mm. like remember when yeah, John Hammond I makes agree. that really sexist remark and then she's like Ugh, and she just takes a shotgun and goes up kind of like when she's she like, takes the walkie talkie thing walkie talkie never mind but then she looks over to him and he's like and I'm, she like takes the set of him and is like hey I know my shit and also I'm not as weak as you might think let's go beefcake kind of like I, I could have done without the nasty woman remark from from Ted Levine. From Ted Levine. Yes, yeah. I mean I could have yeah. done without it too because it That's was very like woman. Colin Trevorrow wanting to play to current politics topicals and we'll talk about that in a little yeah. bit later but but zia is currently like one of my favorite main protagonists in the jurassic world films i latch on to her more as a character than yeah. i do to owen or claire so all of these characters not not like the military guys or anything but all the main characters like zia owen they all kind of talk the same 
They all yeah, kind of not like all, adults talk. Yeah, they're all they're all quippy and they're all funny. They all know how, they all know what to, to do. But I feel like Zia was like the most natural. Like that was actually her. Where I was like, yeah. like Chris Pratt is just being Chris Pratt. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Feels like yeah, being action hero Chris Pratt. Yeah, yeah. right. Yeah, um, I agree. And and so she worked really well for me. And and she also led up to that one of my favorite parts of the movie, which was getting blood out of the T Rex. Yeah. Um, is there anything we want to say about Franklin, or should we just move on? Because I, I have yeah. nothing to say about this. Guy. I, I have yeah, something. Yeah, I gotta, too. I gotta admit, I, I crack myself up both times when he disappears to be deck crew and then shows yeah. up in the lab with Henry Wu, That's just okay. suddenly in a different costume and everything, and he's just like, oh, oh. Go get like, me these vials. Don't just stand there. It's joke. over there. You yeah. have no idea how he wound up there from the boat or what he's been doing. Yeah, I'm that okay was with a that. great bit. Yeah, but outside right, that's of that, fair. like character was, you know, it's fine. No, I get what they're going for. He's a tech kid. He doesn't do well outdoors. He's very, he's paranoid. But goddamn, he just doesn't. He's suck. the guy. He's he's a nerdy guy. You know, like yeah, the I, ones from I, Big I, Bang I get Theory. it. I get it. Yeah. But we're nerdy guys. Did you catch uh, what he said? Wait, what did he say? Jesus, Ben, you gotta listen. <laughs> he's a he's a nerdy guy. You know, like the ones from Big Bang Theory. Oh shit yeah yeah he is wow. he doesn't make sense he, he does he does my problem with that is just, he's just he's that stereotype of the tech guy shit that's okay like so he so he he, he i get what you're saying about zia is that her name zia yeah. yeah yeah both of those characters left very little impression on me um but they but so did owen and claire so you know he's yeah. four for right four. i mean like yeah. i'm saying zia if she'd had more screen time probably would have stood out more but with what little she had she tops above owen and claire for yes. me as sure. far as like a character i connect with mm-hmm. sure she had cool yeah tattoos. but going back to franklin like the second he is on the plane and he's talking to owen owen says oh yeah i rode a motorcycle with a pack of raptors and he says uh we're not compatible i instantly thought to myself i'm gonna hate this character for the rest of the movie aren't i i thought but that, I, I don't hate any of the characters they're just there they just exist they there they don't feel like real people they just kind of exist in this franchise and they they don't feel like alan grant or ian malcolm no. or uh they're, they're as they're as well developed as your casual npc yeah. yeah yeah and that's my fundamental problem with with these last couple movies is like i, I keep saying it. i go to jurassic park not for the dinosaurs because of those characters like i love seeing jeff goldblum and and sam neill and all those people uh and there's it's just like they're like hollow people, and I'm just like when I ha- when I don't connect to the characters, I don't care what great special effects you have. It's yeah, yeah. I I completely agree. Yeah, yeah but there too. are still some really really great shots in this movie. I want to I want to I want to touch on the the Macy. Touch it. Uh, okay. Yeah. Okay. So Macy uh, is revealed to be a clone. Mm-hmm. When did you guys figure it out? Uh, I figured it out just when then. I didn't. I didn't think we were going down this route. This I yeah same here. I I, I figured I. F- Oh, where um, I know exactly when I figured it out, but I can't remember the exact when they showed her the picture. So uh, I, no. I, I figured it out when uh, he said earlier that he and Hammond had gone their separate ways, and then there's the scene in his room, and Macy tries to take a picture from the book, and they specifically focus on the shot of her trying to take the picture, mm-hmm. and then uh, the the person, the woman who tends to her, tells Iris. Mills, I yeah, I I raise I raised them. I raised her, both of them, and I was like, "Oh, she's a clone." Yeah, yeah, she's I, a clone of the daughter. And now she's I want the daughter. No, I want to say, I felt that was. I always wondered if they would ever go down that route if they did any more Jurassic Park sequels, and I'm kind of happy they did. I don't think they ex- they execute it well. Sorry, I'm choking on my own spit. Uh, I don't think they re- they execute it well, and actually, I don't think any of the ideas in any of these films are executed particularly well. But I do like the idea of cloning a person. Um, be, and I, and because 
cloning a person is certainly easier than cloning a dinosaur. It's not the right. point if it's easy though. But that's what but that's what 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 they're saying. Uh, that's what that's what drove Lockwood and Hammond apart is that he wanted to clone his daughter. No, no, no. I I I like the idea of a human clone. I like that Macy was that. I like that that's what drove Lockwood and Hammond apart because Hammond's whole thing is like that's not the same because that's it shows that Hammond looked at that as life and not the dinosaurs. He looked at them not as attractions. The he he didn't. Right. And Lockwood is like, no, this is this is and then Macy's decision later in the film makes that impact of that argument of like, are they life? Are they not? Blah. Um, what does it mean to be human? Yeah. You know, right? But it's not it's not executed well. And what I meant by like I don't like the way they did it in this movie is I really don't like that Mills has a whole like moment where he's got Owen and Claire dead to rights and he's like I'm going to explain what Macy is the to you villain because if it needs to be obvious to the, everybody here for no good reason. Yeah. Yeah, no I I agree. And, a lot and it of... doesn't it doesn't uh, they don't expand on that idea with Macy enough. Ex- yeah. That's the reason why I, I really don't like that she's a clone because it's like it's revealed that she's a clone. Okay, cool. We have to run away from the interruptor and then they never speak of it again. At the end of at the end of the film, they do. Do they? Uh, yeah, because she's the one who who lets the dinosaurs out. True, true. Which is a which is a good move. And, and then when Sparks brought that up, they okay. That by the makes way, a can more I sense. just say, uh, Pachycephalosaurus for the win. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Hey, That's not a Pachycephalosaurus. <gasps> oh, Burn. what is it? That is a that is a Stiggy Moloch. Stiggy. That's why his name's Stiggy. That makes uh, sense. He's not a Pachycephalosaurus. He is not. He is. He he's is in the same the family. Same, like, yeah, you'd think of it like the same kind of breed, like a dog, but he is a Stiggy Moloch, not a Pachycephalosaurus. Just like there are different things than just a Triceratops, he is a Stiggy Moloch. Good to know, good to know. This is why I didn't become a paleontologist. So, so it's of, of course, like if they can create dinosaurs and clone dinosaurs, there's no reason they shouldn't clone humans. It's just well, there's reasons why you shouldn't, but but, but it's easier. Yes, my thing is you have you have a, you have a, a complete DNA strand unlike a dinosaur. Yes, uh, my thing is is like. I go to these movies and I want to see cool dinosaur stuff. Like once you start, talking I thought about you go to these, see these movies because you want to see re- human emotion. Not cloned humans, though. But this is an introduce an interesting wrinkle. If done well, it's just weird. It's if just, done it's well, just, it's just s- a weird. It is a weird wrinkle. I never expected. I don't even. I. It just doesn't. I, just, I don't want it. I don't want to see that. Just more cloned people in our in these dinosaurs. As far as we know, I don't there's think only that's. One. I don't think that's the intention. I don't think. The I hope not. Is about is about like what they can do with human cloning. I think the intent of the idea was to have that if she's considered life, should the dinosaurs be considered life? That's the argument that I think they are trying to go for. It's not done well. Yes. But I do think that's that's, the purpose of having her. That's why I like her. That's why I like her because she drives home the idea that, well, I'm alive. So they must be also alive. So now where we're at, I want to talk about just the stuff before the island and then we can talk about the stuff after the island. How much uh, more is before the, the island? Uh, the two moments in particular that I want to talk about are um, why do we do Owen and Claire's uh, getting together exactly the same as the movie before? Oh. Uh. It's exactly the same beats, and I'm like, just oh yeah, he's just building something. Like, yeah, he's lazy. T- he's you know being a man Bad outdoors, writers. and she's like you know, and they clearly had a romantic history. And I'm like, why did we do this beat in the first movie if we're just repeating it? Yeah. And we even meet her in the same way she, in an elevator. It's almost such a bad trope that I'm going to be upset if the third movie doesn't do it again. Yeah, right. <laughs> That's how annoying it is. I'm like, if it doesn't start this way in the third movie, too, then I'm, I, I hate this. Uh, I had a problem with that scene because uh, throughout this entire movie, you see how much Chris Pratt really cares for Blue. 
Uh, before that, he's just like, no, nah, I'm a problem with blue. I'm just oh I'm just gonna let blue die whatever it's fine like yeah, I that's I like that's that. like an Avengers Star Lord moment like I don't believe you're the same person right now you yeah know I mean? yeah like this is like that came out of left field with me like you really are you kidding me dude it's like your it's like an, it's like your your daughter almost like your son like what are you talking about what are you talking yeah. about Willis yeah no, I didn't I didn't like that that moment either where it's just to like sell that idea that he's not gonna go with them so that she's waiting for him and like trevorrow should not be writing these movies with with connelly and i'm done yeah dude <laughs> yes i i wholeheartedly agree yeah. uh what was the other bit you wanted to talk about in the beginning was it just uh, those so it is total emotional manipulation but but uh maybe you don't want to talk about it yet but the moment where they're leaving the island with the brachiosaurus okay oh. i think this is actually a good uh a, a good a good time to bring up uh is there anything else we want to talk about on the island things on the island yeah I'm glad that they did a moment with the Brachiosaurus before that, when they were first pulling through the park, because it echoed the moment from Jurassic Park when Zia, and again, this is kind of why I like Zia, because I believed her when she saw the Brachiosaurus, yeah. about how she was saying, I never thought I'd see one in real life, and she's almost crying. Mm -hmm. That's why I connected with her character. Yep. Um, but that they echoed that moment, because you need that moment of like wonder about seeing dinosaurs, and I thought they'd that it was really nice that they recreated that yeah. as specifically with the dinosaur from the first film that they see. And again, that they use it effectively again. It's really heavy emotional manipulation, but, but with the Brachiosaurus, uh, I really, leaving. I really like when the volcano is erupting the one take of the, of the gyrosphere and the, and the mm -hmm. water as they're sinking and you see Chris Pat trying to say, yeah, really I cool. think that's a really cool. That was good. It was, cool it was really scene. well directed because there was no dialogue in that. That worked really There's well. There's a yeah. couple really good one shot takes. There's like one at the end that's also really good too. Uh, like yeah. when when they're like on there's a statue and they keep hiding around the statue. That's, that's cool. all in one shot. Yeah. Uh, like all the directing in this stuff is awesome. But when the people talk, I'm like, oh man. <laughs> I know there's a lot of times where he uses like the life flash to reveal a dinosaur, but I really like the one in the tunnel with that. Uh, uh, what was it called? The Baryonyx. With the bear, where the Baryonyx is coming out, and you could see like the teeth just like with lava slowly but slowly yeah. but surely dripping. They're I really liked that part. They're really, really good. How did they catch the T-Rex while it was still awake? That I don't fast? know. <laughs> Magic? So a 30 tranks? Who knows? They, 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 they lured it in with a goat because that's all it seems to eat. I mean, I would have oh, yeah. been fine if it was asleep. But it was clearly it was clearly awake. And, oh, awake yeah. you know, and I'm like, what? Is, are you when they're loading me? when they're loading the baryonyx, I really like how the baryonyx is trying to like just eat people yeah. as it's being craned away. <laughs> I thought that was kind of. I just funny. imagine um, it's like Family Guy or James Wood. It's like ooh, a piece of candy, but it's ooh, it's a goat. Ooh, it's a goat. It's, it's just a trail of goats. <laughs> That's how they go. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. So then I I think we should talk about the bit that uh, both times now has made me cry. Why? Well, I, I understand. I understand. So it's a good shot. I so here's the thing. I don't think I understand why. I. Because it's emo it's an emotional. Uh... So Jurassic Park, I've said on the show before, is my favorite movie of all time. Mm -hmm. uh, it, it's a, it's a film that uh, heavily influenced every single career decision I've ever made. Um, and watching the island be destroyed, watching these watching the animals just die in the in the volcano, and then uh, and then dropping into the ocean was sad and hard for me as well. But the the brachiosaur uh, crying to trying crying to be saved was really hard for me to watch. Uh, and I and I cried as as the lava engulfed her, and uh, uh, it was a really really tough moment for me. And it's a beautiful moment, probably because there's no dialogue in it. Um, I think that because it is the first dinosaur we saw when we saw the original Jurassic Park. Yeah. Because it's meant to echo that moment because you see her rear up in the light as the lava and smoke are coming upon her, just like she did the first time we saw her. 
um, because it's the all music. of that, because because Giacchino's great with score and because there's a little bit of the Jurassic Park theme behind it. Mm-hmm. But but the heart of that moment, what it's doing and what it's telling you is everything that Hammond did with Jurassic Park, everything that he envisioned and what Jurassic Park was, that just died. Yeah. yeah. It's dying and it's dead on the island and it's not getting off the island. That old idea and look of what Jurassic Park is, that's dead now. That makes it me sad. It died there. It died there in that moment. That's sad. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's. I mean, it's hard to envision, like, if you, I guess you want to do three movies, you shouldn't, but sure. Yeah. What are you going to keep doing? Put them on, put them on that island mm-hmm. over and over again? Let's just keep trying this theme park idea. I'm sure it's going to work this time. Oh, no, it doesn't. Yeah. And I, they seem to be kind of like cherry picking what the initial idea for Jurassic Park Four was going to be way back many years ago, of like militarized dinosaurs. They keep seem to like cherry pick things and like rear up just a little bit onto the human hybrid thing, and they uh-huh. kind of like, no, maybe we won't do that. Dude, right. like I know they weren't gonna do it because I know we're past like the the Jurassic Four with dinosaurs and guns things. But like when they were talking, talking you about, asked me straight up, did they do it? Yeah, because like That's... dude, I was not because like this movie has like a fifty percent Rotten Tomatoes. Like I was not ready. I didn't know what this movie was gonna be. So I was ready for it to be just go down the stupid ass rabbit hole. I'm glad it didn't. Uh, I was just waiting when they're talking about Maisie. Uh, they're gonna start talking about dinosaur stuff, and I was like, please don't. Oh God, she's a clone. Okay, it's not as bad as I thought. At least we're not Jurassic Park Four territory. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh we'll talk about that later. <laughs> uh, all right. So so they get off the island. Uh, and we get to the Lockwood. mansion with the really big garage. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Jesus, dude. With a with a lab on the bottom of it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Am sure. I the only person who thinks five million dollars is a little low for an ankylosaurus? That's exactly. We said the same <laughs> thing. I turned to Brandon. I was like, four million for an ankylosaurus, dude. Like, I can. I'll come up with that, dude. You kidding me? <laughs> yeah, that's a little low. So, um, I, I thought that the whole auction thing is kind of dumb. I didn't like it. It's just um, like, it reminded me of James Bond. I got, I someone put it to me in a way where I went, oh, you know what? Maybe. <clears throat> uh, if you look at the auction as a P.T. Barnum auction where he's kind of selling them lies because he describes the Ankylosaurus as having a living tank. Oh, yeah, okay. But it's not. It's not like having a living tank. It's not trained. You can't load people into it. You can't aim it or control where it goes. You just have to now find a place to put it. And I like the idea that maybe these were all, like, all the purchases that did happen were impulse buys, and now they've got a dinosaur, and they got to get it home, and they're like, how am I going to feed this thing? Yeah, like, what Where do I, I do? put it? What What was I doing? Like, their wives are upset that they did this, that kind of thing. Um, you spent- is that a dinosaur? <laughs> Why do you have a dinosaur in our front yard? Honey, the kids love it, dinosaurs. You spent how much on an Ankylosaurus? Only oh $4 million. It was a steal, honey, I oh swear. Oh, my God, Richard. Right, and it's Mills selling this idea that it's like, oh, it's so great to have these dinosaurs. You can use them for this. You can use them for that. But it's it's all just fluff. And and when I look at the auction that way, if I look at it as this auction of lies, I'm like, okay, that's kind of I kind of am yes, on board. Yes, that sounds great. If they would have presented it in that way, yeah, I know, I, I would have loved it. I know. I can't and make the up movies. They don't commit to <laughs> yeah. that. No, no. I like I, know. I like Claire's little speech. Her a little bit when she's like, "Do you remember the first time you saw a dinosaur?" I think that's a really cute speech. Yeah. I'll, I'll it's like, a great speech. Like credit where credit is due. I, I wish I didn't a see one. a lot of this in the trailer, man, because those two trailers, uh, they didn't give away a lot, like a lot, but like I saw a lot of the good shots that I that I yeah. didn't want to see, man. So, yeah. so my my thing is, 
Oh yeah. Okay. So, uh, oh yeah. They're spending all this money to get all these guys to go get these dinosaurs so they can sell them for an auction. And I and you're seeing the numbers rack up as they're selling these dinosaurs. And I'm like, I mean, they're making money, but are they really making as much money as they spent trying to get the dinosaurs? They spent eight hundred million dollars paying off people who were injured. Masrani did. Okay, Masrani, sure. Which is different, but like they're still yeah. spending all these resources to go get the dinosaurs. Maybe they, and then yeah. trying to sell them now. Like if the Ankylosaurus had sold for like fifty million by itself, I'd get it. It sold for five. I'm like, are you really making back a profit on this? Can I? Can I? Because re- the whole because the whole thing that Mill says in the movie is like, this is our our little starter fund for our other project, you know, to make more money with this thing. And I'm like, what? What is happening? <laughs> Where are you getting all this money? Uh, can I real quick? Uh, uh, watching the news broadcast in the beginning where they talk about the Masrani paying uh, eight hundred million dollars, uh, which is a lot of money. Um, it, it one on the like the little like the news thing on the bottom the ticker the t- sure the ticker uh one of the one of the lines says U.S. president denies existence of dinosaurs that was a shot yeah that's a thing I, I believe. saw I read that <laughs> I believe that I'm pretty sure that was a shot <laughs> I yeah I just want to say don't give me that don't do that <laughs> I don't care Spe- specifically because like that's just like a political thing Jurassic Park's been around for 25 years. We know about dinosaurs. These animals have existed yeah. and have been certainly in the public consciousness since San Diego in 97. 100%. There was a T-Rex in San, San Diego. Diego. Yes. Give me a break. There was an opening it was an open park for 10 years. Yeah, that's ridiculous. Yeah, that that is ridiculous. Also, uh real quick, just a problem I have with the, again, we're talking about a bad script, but a problem I have with the whole plan is why did Mills wait this long to get any to even to just get Owen and Claire on the island. I understand like they just wanted them there for when the volcano erupts as a script thing, but it's like it doesn't make sense why they send them to get blue when it's like so close to erupting. Why wouldn't they have brought them in to capture blue way earlier? Oh. Can we can, can we talk about blue for a second? Yeah. Yes, real quick on the island I forgot to mention. There's a scene where Chris Pat's paralyzed and he does a stupid yes. Wolf of Wall Street like mangle over a tree while oh, lava, yeah. lava's coming to Did him. Did you see him touch I, the lava? Yeah. yeah. If I wanted to watch a Three Stooges movie, I'd watch a Three Stooges movie. <laughs> he touched lava. Yeah, you saw lava fly up. I'm like, dude, your I head thought, is burned. I, I thought like, the bubble burst like it was just a bubble and it popped at the same time that his hand flew up. It could be. It <laughs> looked knows? to me like he touched it. I thought that scene was really silly and I didn't like it. I like the Jurassic Park Jeep there. I yeah. like the I like the the Jeep there as well, but also I, didn't I don't like how the uh, a random Triceratops cousin just shows up, licks him, bees gross for a half second, and then walks yeah. away because the oh here comes the lava and Chris is like yeah, it felt oh a little sh- Jurassic Park three like it's like uh, oh Brandon, shit I gotta move yes Ben you wanted to talk about blue. yes uh, thank you um yeah so blue in the first movie would have eaten Chris Pratt in a heartbeat. Like the only reason, like he, there's a, there is a, there is a, a, a tenuous relationship between the Raptors and Chris Pratt, um, and, and Blue. I don't agree. Blue is just as tenuous in her relationship with Chris Pratt as as the other Raptors. Maybe not as, but certainly towards the end, when it becomes a monster movie, whatever. But certainly in the beginning, like there's respect. But they are they are if, it's, still, it's like trading a lion. It's trading a lion. Like yeah. they are they are wild animals, and they would have they would have. They would have, uh, if Chris Pratt like the whole begin in the beginning like uh, uh when the 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 clip of of Training Blue was like if I see if I show weakness Blue like cuddles me, no 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 no, like they they presented Blue in this film as a genetic anomaly in which they didn't do in the first film and it felt like they were just turning Blue into an attack dog which I didn't appreciate because she is a Velociraptor and they are dangerous dangerous animals. I think they were just kind of turning her into a superhero. Yeah. I don't appreciate Marketing that baby. because 
behind the scenes, I don't like that sort of thing because it's one of those things like uh, turning your villain to a hero because raptors have been historically the villains of each of each Jurassic Park mm-hmm. film. Like, like in, Jurassic, in Jurassic Park 1, the T-Rex comes in and eats a, a Velociraptor. Jurassic Park 2, there's an entire sequence where they're trying to kill Ian Malcolm. Jurassic mm-hmm. Park 3, they're the, they're, they, they go for the eggs, whatever. Mm-hmm. Jurassic Park 3 is dumb. But <laughs> uh, Jurassic World, Blue saves Chris Pratt, sure, but Blue is not an attack dog. And I don't I don't really like the whole like okay blue I didn't see her as an attack dog though. Really? Why? Explain. I I just it wasn't like it was something where he he summoned her in Fallen Kingdom to it, attack for him. It just really felt off to me that Blue all of a sudden was this kind of emotionally empathetic raptor who I, loves Chris Pratt. Like, hey, the Indoraptor's about to eat the guy who raised me. I'm going to attack the Indoraptor. Oh no, my mommy. Like, no, I'm not into that. Um I I I do agree with you. I think they put they, I think they put a little more emphasis on like, yeah, like this being like an anomaly than just like the first movie where this is a really well trained raptor. Yeah, like they. I don't mind her, a really well trained raptor. Totally, but like then they're like, oh, like this is a special raptor, and we that's why we need the special raptor to help. with Yeah, our I don't care. I'm not there for that. I don't yeah. want a special raptor. Like like I, I like the whole like if but I you show gotta if, sell toys, dude. I, if I show weakness, this raptor attacks me. That's what all the raptors should do. <sighs> yeah, I I don't totally agree with all this thinking this is a lot like anyone who has trained a pack of wolves will tell you like there's an alpha you become the alpha there's the beta the beta is the one who who has the closest relationship with the alpha the rest of them don't um any beta animal they they did make her into the comparison is strong between a dog but i wouldn't call her an attack dog but but it's just like a pack of wolves uh, the beta will connect, and usually it's because there's an empathetic connection built between the alpha and the beta. Um, it doesn't change the fact that the wolf can still be dangerous, um, but it does mean that the the beta has a uh, respectable relationship with the alpha. And when they're young, they have more care for their alpha than when they're older. Uh, they'll they'll show more empathy and sympathy. Like this is this is animal stuff. This is not. I don't feel like that's BS uh, to me. I understand what you're saying because it's not as present as an idea in yeah. Jurassic World, and I agree with that. When Although you, yeah. I, I I will say that like it does. It is a little bit of a heel turn in the Fallen Kingdom to make her that, but I didn't mind it because I'm like that's a lot how I look at my dog. That's that's making me really care about this raptor. That's how I see it. It's not that far fetched. I think I think here's the thing. Okay, I like I liked what they did in Jurassic World, the tenuous relationship that he has with these raptors. These raptors if he shows weakness, yeah, they will attack, but they do respect him and they and they won't until they get a new alpha in the in the Indominus. But I I just, I don't think I just like hero raptors. I don't think I'm I'm here for hero raptors. I I like raptors as as vicious monsters, the things that you're supposed to run away from. I don't need to see. I don't need a tag team. Yeah, I don't need a tag team. And like the the fight with the raptor and the and the Indominus is cool. Uh, hell, I even it's dumb, but I like the fight with the T Rex, the Indominus Rex, and the and the uh, and, blue. and blue. I think that's cool. It although dumb in context. Yeah. Um, it it. it I get what you're saying, Sparks, and like it's not present enough to warrant the what I feel is a as a pretty big heel turn in Fallen Kingdom. I that's fine. I mean, if you don't like the idea, then you don't like the idea, and that's that's one thing. For me, it totally worked because if the intention is in Fallen Kingdom to make you empathize with the dinosaurs, which it does feel like it's trying to do, 
yeah. is to make you empathize with the dinosaurs. And no movie really has done that as much as this one has. I, it blues a big part of what makes that succeed. And again, like I'd be lying if I didn't say like there are scenes with blue where I'm like, Oh, that I'm, I'm feeling for my dog very directly. And personally they're, they're pulling that string. It's working. And perhaps it is just my prejudice against these animals, specifically the raptors. They're murderers. Well, I like the Rex. I like all the, uh, but I've always, every movie has taught me to fear the raptors. Even Jurassic World, to an extent, is like, you should be afraid of them. They will kill you in a heartbeat. Um, But this one is like, oh no, Blue won't kill you. Blue's a good dinosaur. No, thank you. Yeah. Yeah, kind of. Um, uh, we should, well, let's move off on that. Unless you guys see. have something to say about Blue, we uh, move on to a different uh, subject. Yeah, if they kind of turn her into a hero raptor. You don't um, always have to say something. Okay, then. If he wants to, let him say No, if you do, I just, no, I, I I just do. don't want you to feel obligated I, I agree, to say but something. the thing is, it did not bother me as much sure. as it bothered you. Like, even when I was a little kid, I saw the first Jurassic Park, I saw the T-Rex coming in as kind of like the hero, because, hey, the T-Rex is saving... Oh, the uh, T-Rex is the hero of the movie, absolutely. Is, ...is rescuing Grant and Ellie and the kids from the raptors. Ellie. Yeah. And then later on, like even Jurassic World, where, yeah, the raptors will go up and attack um, Owen without Harpy, but then it's like, but then Blue eventually she's still, does she's it. She's still a wild animal. She's yeah. still, she's still, of course, yeah. Murderer. I mean, yeah, they kind of played the, the scene with the, they maybe put, laid it on a little bit thick in this movie. Maybe but, if they didn't lay it on so thick, I'd be more okay but with But it, it doesn't really bother me all that much. I yeah. mean, yeah, I mean, I still get, because Blue still doesn't go with Owen at the end of the movie. She still says, peace out, and runs, and she's like, I'm not going to eat you. You're cool. I just don't want to be caged again. And she and she goes into the woods. Yeah. And then <laughs> she goes over Westlake Village. And Which, by the way, that's a problem. There's a raptor in a suburban area. <laughs> Someone needs to get on this. People are going to die. I like the Endoraptor more than Indominus, or the Indominus Rex. Yeah. You you don't oh, like the, no, I do too. You don't like the the abilities that the you know, most Well, I just have. think I just I just think it's they're silly. Like I yeah. understand like you know you add all these things like uh, unexpected things happen, but like you you don't you don't need a dinosaur to go camouflage in a, in a theme park. I well, like, that's but okay. Well, to, to explain that in the movie, you don't. And Majorani yeah. didn't want that. Doctor Wu did that. Yeah. No, I know, but he's saying like just as a script point. It's you don't stupid. even don't even. That's stupid. You don't yeah. even need that. But like I like because they I, use it what twice. But that's yeah. why I like the bit where Do- where Masrani is talking to Doctor Wu is like, what would I have used for a dinosaur that could do that? I don't. Yeah. I just want. And Doctor Wu is like, you wanted this, I gave you this. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Doctor Wu is just crazy. Dude. That's why I like that that bit. Um, uh, what else should we get? In? What else should we well, get into? No, I have something to say about the Endoraptor. Yeah, sorry. Endo. Endoraptor is cool. I do like it, especially how they straight up make it into I love weapon. How psychotic it is. Yeah. It showed up way too late in the movie. Way too late. I did expect it to show up a little earlier, but I don't know if I, I have a, I don't know if I have a problem I, with it. That was my thing. I think, way, dis- I think I might, I might disagree on this one as well. Because for me, when I see Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom, I could probably split this movie into two separate movies. The fact of the of them trying to get the dinosaurs off the island and the whole mess with um, the Endoraptor in the mansion. I feel like they're two they're two not fully formed movies that they yeah. were hoping to put together and make a fully formed film because mm-hmm. there's no there's no version of either of those stories that makes an hour that makes two and a half hours. But to me, I could to me it just seems like Sparks, these two you're movies looking are... concerned. Do you want to rebuttal? I I just uh, the Indoraptor. I think any more than it already was. Okay, I don't like hybrid dinosaurs. Uh, okay. I, I don't care for the Indominus Rex to begin with, and I don't care for the concept of the Indoraptor either. I like the Indoraptor better, but I only liked it as the fact that it was literally supposed to, in the concept of this film, you are supposed to look at the dinosaurs as actually empathetic animals. This thing is a monster. Yes. But dinosaurs aren't monsters anymore. That's how you're... That's I know that's a different perspective than we've been given in the past, Brandon, but that's that's the... 
the change. No, I, uh, I want to. I want to. That, that this movie is trying to do. Is I want to be clear about and, something. Wait, 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 wait. Just one sec. And uh, and for the Indoraptor, I feel like if it, it's like any good, uh, you know, uh, monster monster movie horror movie, if you show too much of the monster, the monster's not scary. And if the Indoraptor had been in it anymore, not that the Indoraptor scared me, but like if you had been in it anymore, it would have ruined the effect of the Indoraptor in 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 full. I want to be clear on something. I tend to I tend to get overly emotional about a certain topic or a certain point. That does not mean tubbies. Oh, those triple tubbies. That does not mean that it is my end all be all. Like this is the thing that's gonna that's gonna keep no, me no, up no, at no. night. So so the 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 the, the Raptors thing. Like, I totally I totally uh, agree that. But I like the perspective that we're seeing in this film of these empathetic dinosaurs. We're supposed to we're supposed to look at them, and I like the, I, I actually like hybrid dinosaurs in concept, but not in execution. I don't think they've executed them well. But I like the idea of it's the next step of our hubris. It's the next step of you know, hey, we need something to be scarier. See, my whole version. If I somehow had a crazy version of what a sequel would be, it wouldn't be more genetic mod doing that. It would be like, hey, we're gonna we're gonna domesticate dinosaurs, and you're gonna have a you're gonna have a, a small raptor in your house, and somehow there's like a chip in all of them that goes wrong, and there's just dinosaurs running amok. That's a cool. That's that's a sequel. I'd that's say. that's actually more kind of where I would expect it to go rather yeah. than hybrid dinosaurs. That's exactly yeah. Sure. Instead of just like, hey, let's combine a T Rex and a raptor. Ho ho ho. Yeah, that's, yeah. What I, that's what I feel like these movies are. And cuttlefish and snake yeah, and that's whatever. what I feel these movies are. Sorry, sorry guys. Um. But like, but that goes back to I think both of these films have good ideas. Like again, I like uh, hybrid dinosaurs. I like uh, training raptors. Uh, I like um, uh, empathetic dinosaurs. I like clones. Uh, seeing clones as as real. I want life. an evil I, engine. I like uh, I like a park open. I like the island exploding. I like every idea presented in these movies. Just and not, I, I want to be clear. I do. Just not done well. But they are not done well, yeah. and they are done so poorly that it makes. Each one of those ideas half-assed, and they don't work. You know whose fault this is? Colin Trevorrow. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> you don't always have to whisper, but I know, but like I feel like he's listening. <laughs> why would he? Li- why would you um, whisper? That's the whole time. I know. I know. <laughs> uh, I really don't like that Owen and Claire are like dead to rights by the bad guys three times in this movie. Oh my god! And and they just don't do anything about it like i'm like you are li- you have shown that you are the people who would just shoot him i don't know why you're not shooting him mm-hmm. just shoot there's, him there's a dude if you're already about... saying they burnt up on the island why are they not dead? just what, what, was the, what was the head. dinosaur with the, with the club? monologue what was the dinosaur with the club on his head again stiggy Stig- stiggy molly um there's a dude who like slow the slowest i've ever seen lift his gun up as chris pratt is running to him and you can tell it's like oh chris pratt's not that fast uh be slow yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> that kind of bugged me yeah, like this the scene where the, both Claire and Owen were in the cage. It's like, dude, just shoot him. Yeah, shoot him. <laughs> or feed or him when to the he captures Endoraptor. them with Macy. When he captures them with Macy, shoot him. Why are you explaining that she... Shoot him and take the girl. Villain monologue. monologue. Why do you even want the girl? What is... The... Yeah, She's a clone. Why do you want the girl? Uh, so at the end of the film, the dinosaurs escape. What do you feel about that? Whatever. Nah. Yeah. Um, so I want to I ask, like, where do we think a, a sixth movie could go? Because I, I didn't think where any of these films could go. They've presented these ideas, and I'm like, okay, that makes sense, but they haven't been done well, so what's where is the next film? What's Jur- the next film? Jurassic Park 6, The Rise of Turok, Dinosaur Hunter. Uh, screw you. That's like, no. that's like 100 years <laughs> in the future. Um, 
I want to hear what I you, am, you go I first. I am into the idea of something that is like to rock as a live action film franchise. I'm totally about it. I don't want it to be Jurassic Park films. I yeah. don't yeah. want that yes. as Jurassic Park films. That's yeah. never what I've wanted. You end up bastardizing um, my, the Jurassic my whole Park. Thing is, my whole thing is, okay, first off, was Ian Malcolm in court twice? Or no. was that just the same session? The and same... then he said Jurassic World and he's like, it's Jurassic World. He's and it's wearing like, the same outfit. I think, we're, I, think we're supposed to, I think we're supposed to believe it's twice but it was right. filmed it's once the same it's the yeah. same court session because everyone is in the same spots and it's yeah. the same people yeah no that that pissed me off anyway um Dude, he's in the trailer more than he's in the movie like i in wish they hadn't of, shown yeah i wish they hadn't yeah. shown. so so oh. you you share that with jay boyana uh, Bayona. uh uh yeah uh yeah even called Trevorrow's has said, like, you know, the marketing for this movie was really too much. They showed way too much. Yeah. And I agree. Like, I, I did want to bring that point up. Uh, the marketing killed this movie. Seriously. For me. Like, I think I would have enjoyed many more things if the marketing hadn't ruined so much of it. Yeah. Uh, the marketing was really terrible. Anyway, the end of the movie. Um, so my personal opinion is, I don't remember if we talked about it actually on the podcast before, but I, I kind of wish that the Jurassic World trilogy had had the first movie be with a fully functioning park and not had the park fall apart. And yep. then it had been some, about something else, like trying to steal DNA samples from the island, But and there's just dinosaurs in the background, but it's about characters. And then the second film had been about the park falling apart, and then the third film had been this. And I think this ending is a better ending for the end of the trilogy, because I do not have confidence in most people, let alone Colin Trevorrow, but most people, to be able to tell the story that would have to happen next well. Yeah. Because it's so open, near Planet of the Apes style, that I just don't have any faith <sighs> yeah. Ryan, for you, them to do it well. Yeah. Ryan, you mentioned that. <clears throat> what like? So so at the end of this movie, twenty dinosaurs made yeah, it out. Yeah. So like, more than that. Okay, so Sparks, I'm confused. I c how many dinosaurs are now in the wild? It's not thousands. They said, they said roughly, eleven species. Roughly thirty-five dinosaurs. Okay. And I'm talking like you know every little consognathus, yeah. and I'm talking some of the ones that yeah. got sold and so, were already leaving in containers. Um, the pteranodons, the mosasaurus. My thing that I'm that I'm worried the about. The mosasaurus is the biggest. Like, what the hell? That's a problem. Yeah. yeah. Which they showed in the trailer. Yeah. It's the end of the movie. Um, man. Um, I'm really worried that, like you said, this is going to be a like Planet of the Apes situation where they're just going to ignore a lot of things and just jump like five years in the future. And there's like dinosaurs everywhere, and Owen and Claire have to get back together and put a stop to this once and but for all. But how would the dinosaurs get everywhere? Dude, that I. I don't know. Well, because they, like, you, like you said, the clones, there's only clones. one T-Rex. Yeah, the clones. There's more clones. Well, they I mean, they, cloning. Col okay, so Colin Trevorrow has said that like the shot where we see the DNA case being closed that has DNA samples in it, because that's in that montage too, yes. that's supposed to imply that there are even more people, that, they, that Mills also sold off some just base DNA samples, so people are going to start making dinosaurs. And that's supposed to be the idea behind it. We're gonna have dinosaurs um, in like the black market, and we're just gonna have dinosaurs everywhere. But but my point my point being like, think about it. If if that had been the like, regardless of how not great this movie was or the movie before it, the end being dinosaurs are now out in the world with man, is a great way to just leave it to your imagination. It would have been a great end to the Jurassic World. Hell yeah. But the fact that we're gonna have another, I'm like, there's almost no way you're gonna do this well. Especially especially with Colin Trevor coming back. I want it to go Dinotopia myself. I want them to just oh, start dude. like domesticating all their dinosaurs yeah. and like creating a society based around living with dinosaurs. Dinotopia is dope, dude. Dinotopia is great. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um. All right. Should we get into final thoughts? Uh, I want to. 
I feel like I have more to bag on, but I don't want to, to be honest, because I feel bad. Yeah. We're running a little long. Yeah. So why, why don't you, Ryan, final thoughts? Um, Man, I think there are some really, really... Imp- oh, and rate it. I think there are some really impressive shots that were... I always forget. We've been doing this for 100 episodes. How do I always forget? Uh, really impressive shots that are, one, completely ruined by the trailers, because I saw almost all of them, except for a couple of those one-shot scenes. Um, But man, like, I kind of... I went in this movie hoping... It would be something different, and I kind of got almost exactly what I thought it was going to be, except for some weird like clone stuff or whatever. Uh, that's like that's fine, that's cool. But like, like you said, Sparks, like ending on this note, like if this were the end of the trilogy, I'd be like, oh, this is cool, it's just open. But now I'm just like, I have no, I have no thoughts that they can pull this off whatsoever. So I would get, yeah. I'll give this a like, I'll give it a six point five. All right, Ben. Parts of it were really, really cool. The opening sequence was awesome, especially where the T-Rex game had the ladder. The guy thought it was safe, then a pop goes the Mosasaur. I like that. Yeah. That's <laughs> I knew they weren't safe. But And then I just have a lot of problems with it. I, I still feel like the Endoraptor showed up a little too late. Granted, it may, it may have, if it was longer, maybe I would think differently. And, but the the horse stuff, the Endoraptor, was really good. But I still feel like they're, they're, these two movies were squished together in the one, and yeah, this ending is like what what goes happened. You can't call it Jurassic World or Jurassic Park anymore. There's no park. It's Jurassic dead. Planet. Uh, no, it has to be Jurassic World. I know. So this still isn't the worst. That'll Jurassic- be the next trilogy. Oh shit. <laughs> this still isn't the. That could be cool. Dinosaurs in else. space. No, no, no. Jurassic Planet, and it's all like everywhere, and yeah. it's like Planet of the Apes, like way in the future kind of deal, and someone else is doing it. I yeah. could be into it. Dinosaurs with guns. Sorry, go ahead, Ben. ben. My bad. But. It's not the worst Jurassic Park movie, thank God, but still, it's not that great. Six. Six. Uh, Sparks? Um, I think there were a lot of really cool ideas that went into, that are at the core of it. There are ambitious thoughts. It's definitely the most bold as far as its choices uh, of any of the Jurassic Park films, and I respect it for that. But it doesn't commit to them hard enough. Um, it's really well directed. It's got some amazing shots as a person who went into it based off the first one, just looking to have a fun time with dinosaurs again. It mostly succeeds. Um, there's a lot of things that, uh, make me nervous. And I think chief among them, I'm just in no way at all, uh, hopeful about the next one. And that bums me out. Um, that bums me out really, really heavily. So uh, but but I I respect its choices. I guess I give it a, a six point five. Uh, I echo everything you guys said. I I think we're all in agreement um, uh, for the most part. Uh, yeah, I would I would think yeah six six point five. I think it feels about right uh, for me as well. Uh, so uh, before we we get into some comments, uh, rank it now. Now where would you rank with five, uh, Ryan? Um, same order, but I'll put. Uh, five in front of four. Okay. So yeah, Ben. I would put five after four. Yeah. Okay. After four, before three. So you, it's it's one, two, four, four five, three. three. Yeah. Uh, Sparks. I think I'd put five before four also, only because I think the story elements are better because there's almost no story in four, but I like the dinosaur action in four more, so it's hard. Sure. But I think five probably goes before four. I think I would put five before four as well. Uh, uh, so so I like so, the horror stuff a lot in this movie actually. So we got some comments uh, before we get out of here. Um, from Instagram, Le, uh, I can't pronounce this handle. Richard. Oh, Richard, yeah. Le Richard, Le Richard C. Uh, Le it, Richard. It, uh, quote, 
It was so much fun. I loved the survival horror aspect of the mansion bits. I loved the, uh, the Brachiosaurus on the dock moment. He put an emoji. Mm-hmm. Uh, and all the throwbacks to previous films. Part six is going to be freaking bonkers, and I'm here for it. All caps, exclamation point. I'm glad. I'm glad he can do it. Why did Macy run into her bedroom? Oh, I hate that. I hated that moment. Yeah, the blanket Sorry. is going to oh, save oh, you. Oh, guys, this is, this is my biggest problem. So the Endoraptor. He's We're out. He's okay. He's on the roof. It's pouring rain. He's sniffing around, right? He has he has super senses, right? He has better senses than normal, yeah. right? So through the rain, through a building, he's able to find the girl. He's able to find the girl. When there's when they're in that statue and he's and they're going around, he can't smell that they're one feet in front of them. Are you kidding me? Like yeah. th- they should have been dead so many times. If this is a super predator, like that eleven-year-old girl should have been dead. Yeah. Are you I have, kidding me? I have to admit, I really do like the shot when the lights turn back on, and then you, and Maisie sees her reflection, and then you see the Endoraptor's teeth. Good shot. That yeah, was really dude. cool. Like shot. I said, good okay. shots. Um, yeah. From Facebook, Wednesday Brooks, uh, old friend. Uh, I know it's been sixty-five million years, but that one scene had me crying about dinosaur extinction, like it happened yesterday. Yeah. I'm assuming she means the brachiosaur on the dock moment. No. Uh, all right, that'll do it. Wait, wait. I I actually have two things. Ooh, All right, do it. two things. Uh, one, I will allow it. Yeah. Uh, one, one is uh, we were talking about Colin Trevorrow earlier, and I wanted to talk about his comments about the next film because he's saying someone asked about legacy characters, and he's like, "Well, I think Ellie Sattler needs to be a big part of the next one." No, because she was never a big part. Uh, she never had her own Jurassic World movie, and he's like. And then his quote went on to be uh, something along the lines, I don't have it in front of me, but he went on to say, yeah, I really think she needs to be a major player. I think that's really needed uh, in identity now by the culture. Basically saying, I want to put her in because... Because she's a lady? You know, people want women in lead roles and everything. Yes. Uh, Trevorrow. Hey, anyway. how, about, how about you just do it and say, say you're going to do it? All right, and the second the second comment? The second is, uh, I, I want to talk about a little theory that someone shared with me, which makes me really nervous, um, because I think it could be true. Uh, Macy's mom is said to have been killed in a car accident, and it's said more than once. And then uh, there's that moment that they really wanted to hit. Maybe it's not for this maybe it is where it's like did my mom ever visit the park and he's like yes one time and my friend has it our friend actually matt who knows stephen king stuff really well <laughs> not as well as ben but um, maybe one day anyway uh matt franti he had a theory that perhaps i, think I know where you're going mom, with this the mom was killed in a dinosaur uh incident and when they got the dna from the mom's body it also had dinosaur dna and so macy is in fact a dino human hybrid clone no that's what i don't want that's i know ex- that's not what i don't want either oh my but god I was like oh my god all the pieces are there this is not this is going to be like alien resurrection where she's part alien i would hate i would hate that oh my god you, and she's going to be able to speak to the rappers and be able you to you know play. exactly what the fear oh is god. dude yeah. i swear if that happens i'm just not going to see this movie <laughs> Uh, all right, that'll do it for the for our Jurassic World review. Sorry, I went a little long there. Um, it's okay, our news ran short. Just watch Jurassic Park yeah. over yeah. and over and Just over again. Just stick with the first and second one, and that's it. Yeah. All right, let's get into our next segment, the book club. Thank you, Jeremy, for a lovely segment intro. And Ryan. Hey. It's your book club this week. Take it away. Cool. Hey, guys, my name is Ryan Eliopoulos, and I love the future. <laughs> I don't know. You're a futurist uh, now? I'm a, I'm a futurist, just like Tony Stark. So uh, my book. It's called Tokyo Ghost. It's written by Rick Remender, drawn by Sean Murphy, and colors by Matt Hollingsworth. Uh, this is a book uh, that's real sad, real depressing, real violent, real gross, and I love it for all those reasons. Uh, Rick Remender is a very, uh, very angsty writer. He writes uh, Black Science, Deadly Class, Low, uh, Uncanny X-Force. He's a very uh, a very indie type writer, but um, 
this is one of my uh, uh, favorite image books. That's a uh, miniseries. It's, no, it's not a ongoing, unfortunately. Written on the page, Remender sucks at writing comics. He should <laughs> go back to drawing hashtag terrible. Yep. <laughs> also written on the same page, Murphy has gone downhill since Punk Rock Jesus. At least Hollingsworth will fix his art in this book. That's hilarious. Where is that? I want to see that. <laughs> it's on the first issue. <laughs> God, dude, that art is so beautiful. I know this yeah. stuff is crazy. So yeah, uh, Tokyo Ghost takes place in uh, 2089, and it's a it's, a it's a future that is not completely dissimilar to our to our own right now, where we are addicted to technology. But uh, much like Wall-E, if you guys seen the Pixar movie Wall-E, it is to the extreme where people are. Uh, I described it. Repo the genetic opera meets Wall-E. Yeah, a very very uh, 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 a very gross Wall-E. Uh, people uh, a have, lot of dicks. A lot of dicks. Uh, they, people have um, like video screens on their faces, like like uh, like a uh, VR, basically in their faces at all times. They're completely they're jacked into the internet. I think it's augmented reality. Augmented reality. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Uh, they call it net blank, where they're just like they're completely addicted to technology, like outside influences. There's there's nothing there. Yeah. Um, we follow these two constables who are basically the police officers for the entertainment industry, which is a super cool idea because entertainment is like the new law. So uh, uh, the entertainment companies send out their constables to make sure everyone watches TV and no crime is happening. Yeah. I, mean, I think that's super dope. Uh, so we follow Debbie Decay, who is a straight edge uh, police officer and her no tech in her at no all, no tech at all. Uh, and her wildly addicted, uh, uh, nano jacked up boyfriend, like the, the the greatest super soldier the world has, uh, Led Dent. Who, it's not his real name. His name is Teddy Dent, but Teddy died a long time ago. Yeah. Uh, man, this is a really uh, a rough book because it's so um, it's so fixated on like you know like uh, addiction to technology and and uh, being codependent on being dependent on people and like uh, a lot of really heavy emotional stuff that like. A book like this really shouldn't have, and it's that's why I love Remender because he combines all these different genres into something that's really powerful. A lot of it is heavy-handed, um, okay. w- w- but I don't actually think that's a. I, I was thinking that was a deterrent until I kind of finished it, and I realized he plays it tongue-in-cheek, heavy-handed. Yes, which makes the kind of like beating you over the head with with a lot of like the quote-unquote news on the back of the reporters. Literally, one reporter just starts sucking on the guy's dick. Yes, mm-hmm. uh, and like things like that. Uh, very heavy-handed, but it's so point. it's so funny yeah. that it, it you kind of don't mind that it is uh, a, a movie you haven't seen, which is Idiocracy, which is a another a, a, a really gross version of the future. It's like Terry Crews, right? Yeah, like this stuff is handy-handed, but like this is like this is the way that they live. Like it's they're tar- like like how do I explain this? Like um like super fans. Like mm-hmm. they're very, they're very their own way. Like that's basically the future. Everyone's a super fan because everyone lives for technology. Flax thing at the end where he's talking about people live for entertainment. Like that's like that's a lot of people these days. Like I live yeah. for the next Avengers movie. You all know what the I mean? all the entertainment in this book is just porn. Most of it's porn. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, and like again, idiocracy. It's like oh, who slapped my ass? Volume five. Like yeah, dude. Yeah, there's there's tons of stuff where it, where like. Someone starts having sex on on screen with like these two terrorists start screwing each other. Yep. Um, there's uh, a, a like uh, Debbie Decay's mom is just strapped into this chair with a pump on her nether regions. Yep. Yeah. And, and then she, of course her, she comes and is like, "Hey, look what I did." She's like, "Not now, mommy's having her afternoon pleasure." I'm just like, "This yeah, is Deb- gross." She's just <laughs> naked in front of her daughter. Yeah. Debbie is a um, fat naked. Debbie was neglected her entire life, so she not be- by her dad. Not by her dad. Her dad was a cool dude. Uh, but he died. But we never see her dad. No, because no. he died. No, I mean, like, we never see, like, a oh, flashback yeah. of her dad. Oh, uh, because I think he died young. Yeah. Because, like, he was just like her. He was tech-free, and he was a cool cop. He was yeah. a good guy. Uh, and he got his ass Before kicked. the cops were disbanded. Yeah. Well, um, he died, and then the cops were expanded. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, That's what I said. 
before the cops should have yeah. right. <laughs> uh, uh So yeah, uh, Debbie and Led, uh, they, they have one last mission to defeat the world's greatest terrorist, Davy Trauma. It's a great name. The Jesus of murder. He is a, <laughs> he's a guy who, his, his brain was uploaded to the internet. He doesn't have a physical body, so he, he can hack anyone with nano parts in them, which is the entire world. Which is a which is the greatest scariest plot we'll jump to later, where he wants to kill, suicide the entire world. Um, but they have one final mission, and and it works, and they win. But it, there's of course there's one final job after the final job. But they use it as a, as an excuse to go to Tokyo. Yes. So Tokyo, it's called Tokyo Ghost. Uh, Tokyo is a technology free zone. All of Japan is. All of Japan is. There is an EMP there, and nobody knows because nobody's got it and come out. Like nobody really knows what's going on. So. Uh, the flak industry, who uh, Debbie and Led work for, is like, "Hey, go find out what this EMP is about and bring it back to us, or or find bring us uh, their resources." Kill the warlord. Kill the warlord. Kill the warlord. Kill the yeah. warlord of this place uh, and give us their resources. But they're just using that as an excuse to get away from them, not knowing that uh, Led Dent has a bunch of shit inside of him. So they've been following him this whole time, and it's this really, really terrible. But, it, but they, they're there for months when he's yeah. when he's clean and sober mm-hmm. and just living a happy life, and he's like, you know, I love you, and they're and they're. Uh, really reconnected with the she reconnected with the, with the person she fell in love with, yes. Teddy. But then it goes all to hell because when the reason the why person I, who beat him up as the, a kid, the person, oh, it's the multiple people. Because when Ted and when uh, Teddy and uh, Debbie they're growing up, they they were tech free. Yeah. And then this gang of kids who would go around beat people up and humiliate them and put them on on like the internet. Me too. For money. Me too. On Me too. Yeah. They um got him, and of course when uh when Teddy was going to school, even the teacher was like, "You are a grade A." Uh yeah, p word. Yeah, p word. He's he's a he uh he's a wimp. Yeah, he's yeah. A, he's a wimp. He and um Debbie was the one who was doing all the fighting, so that drives him to become a constable in the first place, and the re- and then his first day on the job, he goes and he doesn't kill them all, but he rips their yeah, arms so off he disfigures them so somehow they go he to kills tri- all one he kills all but one no he, no, no he does kill all but one it's yeah it is only one person from that original group he just has people who joined his side okay from tokyo yeah because he because he runs over two of them and he rips the arm oh, off of right. the other one and burns yeah. him that's right yeah well and like yeah but so, the one who survived ends up in tokyo it's a vicious, and vicious revenge circle. It's like, yeah, l- like Teddy is this little kid who gets the shit beat out of him by these older kids, and then these older kids, they all die except for one. So he goes to Tokyo. Then Led becomes the most brutal brutalizer in humanity and goes to Tokyo to escape being a brute, brute, and then he ends up finding the guy who beat his ass, and mm-hmm. they just end up fighting. It's like they mm-hmm. can't escape it. It's and so it, sad. And it ends with the death of the warlord, yeah, who was, was a beautiful was, Jap- uh, Japanese woman uh, who has an EMP tech inside of her. She is the EMP. She's mm-hmm. the anti davy trauma. Yeah, and she created yep. by the same company. Yep. Yeah, and the whole time she's promoting peace, forgiveness, growth. Neo Bushido. Neo Bushido. Neo Bushido. Yeah. Bushido. Yeah. And it's just everything that Davy Trauma isn't, which is polar opposites. And I love Kazumi. But the way Kazumi gets taken out is by the same guy because she's like, you have no forgiveness. And he goes, screw it. I'm going to kill her anyway. And just yeah. the way that she dies is so heartbreaking because she, she leaves a son to uh, mm-hmm. Debbie. Yeah. Uh, and and then de- and that kill, that ends the EMP. Takura. Uh, and that, that ends the EMP. And uh, uh, Led he gets like he needs nanites. He yeah. needs nanites, so he needs his fix. So he can fight. So he can fight back. Back in his body, and Davy Trauma takes over his, mm-hmm. uh, like convinces him to take over, <sighs> and that and that and uh, that ends with the nuking of Japan. Mm-hmm. Yeah, dude. <laughs> 
Uh, so, so yeah, everything is all the wildlife, all the all the clean energy gone. So yeah, uh, Lead Den is taken over by Davy. Uh, Puts up a dick building. Yes, the only thing uh, that can stop him is a lot De- of dicks. is Debbie with with who who takes a sword and the EMP and she triggers it and she apparently dies too. We 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 assume we assume she dies yes. at the end yeah. of the fifth issue. Yeah. So um, we don't find out uh, what Tokyo Ghost means until like two issues later. Yeah. When she comes back and she 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 had injected herself with the EMP. The last nanites. yeah the last uh, uh like post the last section that was like left or something. Yeah. Um. So she's now the Tokyo Ghost and she has the badass sword and she's just killing fools. And she's they they say in some of the some of the dialogue that she is uh, using her EMP to get people tech free within the aisles of Los yeah. Angeles. Like little mm-hmm. resistance groups. Yeah. I thought that was kind of cool. Yeah, dude. Until she goes full on Swamp Thing in Tokyo, <sighs> dude. If that's some <laughs> of the like most like her powers, she can also control plant life. Like Sean, Sean Murphy is like something else, and like he is very detailed. But like the stuff he does with the plant work is magical, man. And like you guys, like it's, like I said, I love Swamp Thing. And like there's a couple panels where like she's on a motorcycle and she has a sword and she's like hitting the ground with a sword and like it's creating fauna. And she's creating like these, like these plant these beings, plant samurais riding plant horses. And it's like it reminds me of um, Lord of the Rings when when uh, the ghosts in Lord of the Rings. No, uh, uh, like the uh, the ants. Uh, no, uh, the water, the water horses. Oh, oh yeah. Like, oh, if you want to come and claim them, like she creates like these horses through nature, and it's just like this giant wave of the, nature. the river horses. Yeah. yeah, and I'm just like, dude, this is some cool ass shit. It's straight up just like <laughs> nature versus technology at this point. And Davy puts uh, puts leads. Consciousness. He kills lead. Uh, he slices his throat. Yeah, where lead slices his own throat. Oh, oh yeah. Davy hacks him. Yeah, and uh. lead slices his own throat. But Davy uploads his consciousness. consciousness to the internet, essentially. Yep. To cyberspace, and the basically she basically he's set. He comes up with this idea. I'm going to suicide everyone and put them all in cyberspace to free them. To anything. free them. Yeah. And uh, very Westworld. Debbie is saying no. Everyone needs to be tech free. But if everyone gets tech free, if she's if she sends out her EMP, then cyberspace is gone, and so is Teddy. Yeah, because he 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 needs it. Yeah. Well, yeah, he, he's in cyberspace. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. He's that's right. I forgot. He's yeah. in cyberspace. Oh, I forgot. There's that image where like his, it's like a giant screen. Yeah. Of his face and her hands on it. Oh, it's just so. And messed of up. course, she's telling, and she's like, "No, I can't live without you." And yeah. he's like, and the one thing I actually like about Davy is that Davy's like, you know what? You're right. I'm just gonna wait until you say I'm right, and then I'm gonna kill everyone. Yeah. So I won't do anything. Yeah. Until you say <laughs> that's it. That's so true. Because they, yeah. And he just also, wants to make a point. Yeah. There's also this yeah, one yeah. line in this movie where, like, Davy, he's going on like this monster pinball cart race with Jeez. with Mao Zedong, Genghis Hitler, Khan, Hitler, <laughs> um, Osama bin Laden, oh, so good. all these horrible people throughout history. And they're talking about, and he's like, "Hey, I got this great plan." And even Hitler says, "Oh, I think it's a great plan. I'm gonna suicide everyone in the world." That's kind of crazy. Oh. And Davy has one of the best lines of comics, which is, "Check your privilege, Hitler. I'm not an asshole. I'm a nut job." Yeah. David uh, David yeah. David Jones David Trump Osama bin Laden is riding an airplane yeah which is insensitive <laughs> super yeah, man. insensitive yeah man that's a uh, that's the world um uh there's there's Mr Flack who is just always nude uh and he just like there's girls who drink his bath water yeah Ugh. uh it's Ugh. it's like it's it's like the pinnacle of like what I imagine like TMZ in the future. Like like people are so celebrity obsessed and like technology obsessed and like I can like this is like a bad future I could totally see us living up. Totally. Yeah, he, no, d- he never not puts as extreme p- with suicide everywhere. He 90, never puts pants on. Ninety eight percent of the people don't believe in, in in global warming and yet the water level is up up to the Hollywood sign. Yeah, they talk about the last president of the United States who ran twenty forty four. Uh, who ran on a platform where he said the earth was flat. He used to be a pop a boy band pop singer. Yeah, and he was and, gonna nuke New York, which he did apparently. 
There's a couple of uh, other constables that are only in it for a little bit, but they look like Batman and Black Panther. I don't think I could find it, but they were like, wow, that looks just like Black Panther. Uh, it doesn't matter. Um, in the first in the first massacre that Davy goes through? Maybe. I don't remember. They don't talk a lot, but they're just like, they're just like. I think it's in the first issue. It's like, man, it looks like. Oh, is it? Or, it's, like, it's like a green guy and a black guy. Is it? Or armor. is it the guy? Oh, that's in the second one. Yeah. Is it the guy talking about, is it the guy loading up the boats in. Um, Maybe, yeah. Yeah. Uh, to go to Neo Tokyo. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. This book is. Uh, oh, wait. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, so Led's dead, and uh, Debbie has to make this choice: lose her boyfriend forever, or like let let Davy win. Davy kill everybody in Davey the world. Davy kill everyone, and he obviously can't do that. And like the whole point of this book has been like Debbie realizing like she's so codependent on someone who honestly doesn't deserve her. That's the whole. Oh point. yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Like that's and like he he it's even an says relationship. He even says I was gone years ago. Yeah, yeah, and it's like the thing is, she still says. That Davy was right, and he's like, "Yes, you said it." And it's not until um, Takura comes in, oh, knocks the God. helmet, almost dies, and then finally that pushes Debbie over the edge to like just. Yeah, wreck Debbie him. gave up. She yeah, gave up. she she did. She it totally sucks. did. Yeah, that red panda. Yeah, the red panda. Oh, the red panda. Um, yeah, man, and like the the final scenes are just really beautiful with like with the green coming back, like it's a swamp thing issue, and mm-hmm. uh, and her going off on her own. Like I'm finally gonna learn how to depend on myself. Yeah. And that's like I found that really moving because like I uh, like I'm I'm very. She's gonna go to the other places in the world and help them yeah, survive man. without technology. And that's a that's a really noble and cool thing. And like I as like it, it might be a little heavy handed, yes, but um that's what I think Rick Remender does really well. I think he sends uh, messages home really well that are that are things you don't normally talk about in comics like depression and anxiety and, and codependency, codependency and stuff like that uh, and addiction and um. If this book wasn't drawn as like I think it's really well written, but I think the art really, really stands out in this book, man. It's yeah. like I think it's extraordinary. Anything else you guys want to add, or should we get out of here? I'm the Jesus of murder. <laughs> that's it, it. This book, it, it's it's a great story. Don't get me wrong, but there are parts of it where I'm looking. I was like, man, that's just disgusting. It's very, very rated R. But I'm into the <gasps> I'm into the rated R. But you know what's awesome? Game Boys and Davy and Davy trauma being on Game Boys. Yeah. Oh yeah, the end is the ending. All for not. It's a cliffhanger. Uh. He, uh, recommender said like he doesn't have any plans right now for Tokyo Ghost, but he obviously left it open. And he's like, yeah, man, maybe I'll come back one day. Yeah, yeah, it's it's, it's, it's an insane book. It's beautifully drawn. Uh, the, the the writing is uh, something else. Yeah, I was telling you guys like if 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 a movie or a TV show or a comic doesn't elicit an emotional response from you, then there's no point in watching it. Like you should you should feel your entertainment and like whether you thought like you were grossed out by something, that means it did its job. One hundred percent. He's trying to gross you out because this is the future we can live in, where dudes are just naked getting their dicks like, up. Like really, all the, the time. scene where that like that news anchor just goes in. Oh, he tastes it so and sweet. He just goes straight and starts sucking his dick, and then David comes in, and the, of course, Fox like, "Why'd you make him stop?" Yeah. I'm like, "What the <laughs> hell?" Yeah, that's hilarious. Uh, so that'll do it then. Yeah. That's our recommendation for Tokyo this week. Yo, goes forever. So next week, uh, thanks because not thanks. Uh, next Wait, Sparks. What did you think of the book? Sparks isn't here. Oh, that's right. Sparks, uh, Sparks didn't, didn't read the book club. Uh, so next week, since Harlan Ellison has passed away, I thought we should do something to honor him. And uh, the only way I can do that, because uh, this is the only piece of uh, literature I own of his, City on the Edge of Forever, the original teleplay, uh, written by Harlan Ellison. It's his, it's his original uh, screenplay for the episode of City on the Edge of Forever. It's a little different, uh, a lot of cool stuff in it. Uh, but it is written by Dave and Scott Tipton. Uh, and drawn by J.K. Woodward, uh, you remember from uh, uh, Broken Mirror. We've yes, we've talked about them multiple times. Yeah, heck yeah. Yeah. Oh man. Oh, I can already see the art. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. So it's a good one. Um. So let's uh, let's get Sparks back in here and and get out of here. Yeah. All right, that'll do it for the show this week. 
Uh, thank you to everyone who listens. Uh, speaking of though, we got a comment from a uh, from a listener, which we have, we have m- listeners, which made uh, which made made uh, my week, my my year. Oh yeah, I don't know which one you're talking. Yeah, about. it was on it was on Sparks's uh, comment, a uh, 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 little um, statements about about reaching 100 episodes. Oh yeah, that I put on uh, on on, in- on Instagram. We put on Instagram. Um, thank you. Uh, so I have the I have it here. Hope it's okay that I that Heck I read yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, from Instagram, Lopsid uh, Linguist. I'm sorry if I butchered that. Uh, hey guys, I married into a comic book reading superhero loving loving uh, loving twice superhero loving movie obsessed family, and your podcast gives me a way to participate in the conversations and sometimes bring up news that they don't even know about. So thanks for giving this newbie an awesome way to connect with topics outside of my comfort zone. Hey, you're welcome. That was. Great to hear. Thanks so thank those, you. That was really listening. sweet. Thank I you like so that. much for for uh, saying that. We would love to hear more uh, comments from from your listeners. Uh, if you please, as we always say, rate and review. Five stars. It's the best way to to uh, do do more of the show. Spread the word. And um, if you like the show so much, uh, review it because tell your friends. Yeah. Uh, well, next week we're going to be doing a review of Ant Man and the Wasp. Heck yeah, <laughs> dude! It is another Marvel movie. It's uh, been like seven minutes since my last Marvel movie. It's time. <laughs> it's time for, my, for another hit of a Marvel movie. Yeah. Uh, looking forward to this one. Uh, but at the end of the show, we'd love to say thank you to everyone who contributes. Uh, Jeremy Bellucci, thank you so much for contributing our new uh, segment intros. What did you guys think of our segment intros? I love it. You guys have, uh, have listened to them now? I have. I'm hoping. Uh, you guys like them? It's great. Jeremy's the best. Jeremy is the best. Sparks, you're quite quiet. What? Did, did you like the segment intros? I haven't listened to them. Damn it, Sparks. <laughs> Nobody's played them for me. Oh, you can listen to the episode. Do you not listen to the episodes? Not, no, no not no. all the time. Oh. No. Oh, so you're like why, me. Why are you ragging on me like you <laughs> listen to the episodes all the time? You don't. I do not. Thank you. Uh, you can find, you can find I'll, him. I'll listen, I'll listen to the book club for this week, though, because I couldn't be part of it. All right. No, th- spoilers. Don't. After, after I read. <laughs> yeah. After I read this week. Insta- you can find him on Instagram at JB Jabberwock. Uh, he does our theme music, our our, our uh, uh, new segment intros, uh, and it's and a fun little uh, podcast called Suburban Proctologist, which you can find at facebook.com slash suburban proctologist official. Official uh, Instagram at subproc podcast on iTunes. Rate and review that, please. Procto. Uh, it's a great show. If you have not listened to it, if you have listened to it again, it's great. And thank you to Mike Batola for our logo. Mike, 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 Mike. We Mike. love it so much. Oh yeah, we do. Uh, it's great. Eat a bomb. Uh, you can find him at at Mike Batola on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, Find us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, all at Fake Nerd Podcast. Fake Nerd Guys at gmail.com if you'd like to get in touch with us personally. I'm at BT McClure on Instagram and Twitter. Ben? I'm at Ben Magnet27 on Instagram and Twitter. Sparks? Sparks Witty on Instagram and Twitter, S P A R K Z Witty. Ryan, oh, he went last this time. Wow, I love it. I know he's trying to change it because we <laughs> called him on it. It's <laughs> a so, uh, DJ Tony Snark at everything. Subscribe to us on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, TuneIn, Spotify, iHeartRadio. Rate and review us wherever you listen. We greatly appreciate it. Until next week, guys. Stay fake, nerds.